Um, so now it's recording. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> One word and she's like, oh my God, I said like, the oh, wrong shit. thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I probably said, hmm, what is this uh, podcast rated? Because I just said a profanity. Oh, oh, profanity is welcome okay, here. Thank God. Okay. Because, because wow. you know what? Yes. Grey's Anatomy is not an HBO show, which shows, but we, we are not mainstream. Okay. Thank cable goodness. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> because I actually some of the thing some of the things that I have to say about the show are yes. a lack of the things like people don't talk naturally. No. Like okay. Well, you know what? We'll get we'll get yes. there. We'll get yes. there cuz yes. I I have specific examples in this first episode. Absolutely. But we'll get there. Should we are we going to introduce ourselves? Talk yeah. about what the show is called? Yes. We don't know yet. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I'm I mean, so excited. We do. We kind of we <gasps> I feel like we have a working title. Yes. Code blue. Code blue. Because because I, what little I know about being a doctor, I've learned from television. Absolutely. And code blue means that you're late. That person's dying. Right. It's and almost dead. I mean, the person, not it. <laughs> but this, I, Grey's Anatomy and this idea is almost dead. But we're coming in. Yes. We're going to try to revive it. And we're coming in hot. We welcome all of you who started during the quarantine time frame. Yes, right. After the quarantine time frame. Like myself, that's mm. what I, for some reason, couldn't start the binge during. That was silly, but it's okay. I'm late. It's code blue. We're, we're code, we're just getting in there. We're trying to revive. We're, we're charged to 300. <laughs> charged to 360. We're going to revive this show and this idea, this episode clear. for episode clear. <laughs> so code blue is our working title. I could see us changing it because right. I'm going to say I'm not totally 100% sold. It's either um, code blue or give me the garbage. Give me the garbage. There is absolutely no in between. <laughs> yes, listeners. <laughs> we know what Grey's Anatomy is. Yes. We are not fooled. <laughs> I don't think anyone is. I think, you know what? There's part of me that thinks the show is actually very self-aware. Where it's like, we're just soap garbage yes. and you know it. Soap garbage is the exact And way. you love it. <laughs> and you want it. You know what it's like? It's like, oh my God, it's like the person that you know you should not call. <laughs> but you're like, oh my God, but it's so good and sloppy oh. and bad. Oh, I do. I feel so guilty. And they sometimes mm. give me exactly what I want. <laughs> sometimes make you feel so better. So you call when you're drunk. <laughs> And that's what Grey's Anatomy oh, is, everybody. Sir, I think I we nailed it. Take another episode. <laughs> I like. I look behind Give me. me. The garbage. I like. I clutch my pearls and I look behind me like another. Wow. Oh I mean, God. if you say so. <laughs> I mean, if you insist. This show, this television show, is like the baby. It's cold outside. Of things oh, on oh, media. Oh, I. I really mm. can't stay, but baby, we still have sixteen seasons to and... go. I'm a little outdated in some <laughs> really sexist ways, but we'll get there too. Cause I got I got stuff to say about that. That's absolutely. <laughs> We're oh, like, I'm excited. oh, but it's so charming. Oh, but it's so wrong. Oh, seriously. Oh my gosh, are we going to tell the audience that we've seen up to a little while? Oh yeah, just for the yeah, sake yeah. of okay, okay, for the sake of transparency. Well, okay, so yes, would it have been great if we came up with this idea before we watched oh. an episode? But I. I am a monster. Yes. I do not do not go into a show with any promises. No. I, a show is they are lucky if I stay tuned for more than one episode. I am hard to hook. Yes. So 
So it wasn't until we were we were watching seasons one, two, three, going into really four. <laughs> took it well where where you know we would hang out and our and our conversations yeah. would inevitably go to like where are you and grace of course oh. and then we would just harp and celebrate it for like an hour a podcast yes, length exactly. where it was like i could listen to this we should talk about yes exactly because that's the thing is like you want to find you want to find if you weren't watching gray's anatomy right now my binge of this television series would be a lot more lonely. Like, this <laughs> is really true. exciting for That's all of us. <laughs> be friends. Oh, come be our friends. The Grey's Anatomy Virgins. <laughs> Find them. Yes. Because you know what? It's fun. Is that maybe our title? <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate that. We'll think about it. We'll we're, get back to you all. We'll think but about we're it. But kind of, we're the kind of virgins where, like, We've done some hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely we, right. We've been we, around some of the block. We we we've done some hand stuff, you know. Like we're we were like somewhat familiar. We just haven't gone all the way. The, the risky high school thing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like you're like, am I a virgin? Am I not a virgin? D- does the Bible have a chapter on this? <laughs> it's always kind of a little gray. Dare I say gray? <laughs> oh oh oh! <laughs> that's just that's that's Grey's Anatomy for you. <laughs> So excited. Oh my God. So yes, my name is Anne. I guess oh, I should introduce yes. myself. I'm Anne. I see I'm just already assuming <laughs> everybody who listens are like my mom. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're best friends. It's so true. It's so true. I mean, not my mom, for sure, not my mom. She's very Catholic. I love you, Mom. Oh, we love Anne's mom. Love but Anne's she wouldn't mom. listen to this. No. Bless her heart. She wouldn't get it. And that's fine. Um, okay, so it's, I'm sorry. I, yes. I no, that's okay. I'm just like, I would feel so silly. You know who I am, Mom. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hi, Mom. <laughs> that's so great. I love that. No, but my name is Anne. I started watching Grey's Anatomy right uh, after my quarantine ended, and I think it's because I was looking for an escape. I'm currently a waiter. I'm always waiting tables now, and for a little while, Grey's Anatomy was the t- high-stress drama fantasy world that I needed, so... I'm gonna That's I'm gonna pop in um, because I I feel like there are certain I mean you're a server yes. but there are certain things that they should know in terms of the perspective we're coming into uh, right oh yes so you are single yes, yes indeed indeed I am single and not jaded <laughs> <laughs> jinx those are synonymous ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> emotionally unavailable correct but but here for the garbage oh i'm so here for the garbage oh we should also mention that we are both actors oh we're actors so that's another perspective that we oh, bring to yeah. this oh yeah oh yeah because soap operas have always been known for their peak acting oh my like, god that's what i Ugh. i i came for the garbage i stay for the brilliant performances yes <laughs> which we will get into the wide range of mm. talent that's true. No, it's, it's pretty there, crazy. There's some talent for mm-hmm. sure. I, I mean, I, I I speak a little facetiously. Yes. But there is there is talent to yes. to be had. You in will a soon know my talented crushes. My talent crushes. <laughs> and talented. And my talented crushes, because there are multiple. Uh, so I am Rachel. Um, I I started Grey's Anatomy looking looking for the garbage. I I specifically am like I want something bottomless and juicy. And fun. Mm. I am not gonna pick apart the script because that's always what I do mm. is pick apart the script. I'm like, I'm not gonna pick apart the script. I'm gonna know exactly what this is. 
And that's how you enjoy it, yes. I think. Oh, I agree. No, no, I totally we, agree. I mean, I again, I think it's I think the show's more self-aware than we are. Yes. Yes, well, it's Shonda Rhimes. She's the producer. She's like, "We I I know." She, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what people want. Right. And she gives it to mm. us constantly still today <clears throat> because Grey's Anatomy is still going. I know that is so Is there a show that I mean, is this the Cats of Television? I think this is the Cats of This is the Cats of Television. <laughs> I think you nailed it. This is the Cats of Television. We love it and we're not exactly sure why all the time. I mean... Sometimes we're like, what is this? (laughs) But we want it. Well, just like... And you got the diehards. I am not one of the cat diehards. But, I mean, I understand that people like it greatly. Sure. I don't know why. Sure. Oh, my gosh. Like your daughter, who is a cat's <laughs> oh, diehard. She, she loves I love that. Oh, wait, are we okay? Cats. It's okay to talk about your daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, okay, okay so, yes. Yeah, so, so uh, as I was saying, I'm Rachel. Yes. Started Grey's Anatomy. I am a mother and a wife. Wife and, I don't know. I'm both of those things. I feel like it was weird how I prioritized mother over wife. But I am things. equally a wife and a mother. And my daughter is three, and she does love cats. I love that she does. <laughs> I mean, like, the animal and the musical. Can I call her a badass on this oh, podcast? She's a badass! She's a badass. She's great. Oh, my God. She's the coolest person I know. Yeah. So, welcome to the first and worst episode. Absolute first and worst. First and worst. The first I episode is that. always the worst and episode. And that's okay. We're figuring it out. Everybody is. We are also Mm self-aware. Here you're Mm -hmm. thinking, wow, it's like they're going off script. It's like they don't (laughs) even know what they're doing. It's like they went in without even talking about it. And you would be right. Correct. Mm -hmm. We're winging it. I am basing a loose structure in my mind off of podcasts I've listened to. I did not console with Anne. She's along for the ride. (laughs) I'm just nodding my head a lot. This is totally not a visual platform, and I'm over here like, adamantly yes, but none of you you know that. You do need to verbally consent. She's on board. I am. I totally am. Oh, my God. I'm here for the garbage. I'm here to talk about the garbage. I'm here to laugh about the garbage. The garbage being Grace. Should we we jump on in? Yes. Okay. Into episode one. Episode one. Which is called A Hard Day's Night. I'm so glad you looked that up. I didn't. And you knew. Oh. I was like, because this will play into what we, uh, you know, going back now and watching the episodes we've already seen, as you know, it's kind of interesting to look at the titles. Well, because every show has a very specific theme. Mm -hmm. This one being the game. I know, which is interesting because I don't know. Does it seem to? I don't know the medical world at all, so it could oh, be how people oh, feel about it. Oh yeah, full disclaimer: we I know, know nothing. nothing, nothing. Scrubbing in—that's a whole new world. Oh, for me. I'm learning how to be a doctor. Oh my god! So there's going to be a lot of things I do question. Yes. <clears throat> Knowing that this is a uh, fictional medical world that we're in, sure, and knowing that there probably are a lot of things that are incorrect, there are going to be things I throw out there based on absolutely no concrete knowledge. Absolutely. Same. Same for sure. <laughs> I'll do the research that I can, but no promises. Oh, no, no, no. This is not a research podcast. I quit if this <laughs> yeah. is a research podcast. this is supposed to be fun. We're all supposed oh, to maybe have a little oh, wine. Oh. If, my, if my mom has a problem mm. with how little I research for mm-hmm. this podcast, she can write me a review. She's going to have to go to a different podcast. <laughs> and that's fine. That's okay. fine. So the episode is called... A Hard Day's Night. A Hard Day's Night. Because it's the first shift. And it's a hard day's multiple nights. Oh my god, a whole 48 hours, which I... 
is that legal? It should be a hard day's nights. Yes, absolutely. It's a hard day's, God, Lord, 48 <laughs> hours? I know, oh. and I, I actually like, so in the entire episode, it like, it tells you the hour. Yes. I don't, that's not a thing in any other episode. No, I, okay, I noticed that too. I'm so <laughs> I glad know, you like, thought about I'm that. I'm like, oh, the things that I've dropped off. <laughs> yes, they were like, we'll give this a try. And then the rest of the time they were like, okay, we really don't want to prioritize by hour <laughs> after hour. That's a lot, that's a ton of seasons to right. do that for. Oh, man, that's a little bit, like 24 a little bit. Did you ever watch 24? Oh, sure, sure, sure. With the counting down of yeah. the actual hours, and it was like, uh Well, and I don't know if they vibe. were intended to no. bring it past the first episode, but it was an interesting thing here. Sure. So we're at our, well, not any hour yet, because we're not even in the hospital. No. We open with narration. Yes, this is a narrating show. Okay, right. who's that voice? Oh, it must be that blonde erupting from the blanket. What? <laughs> She's naked! <laughs> And we start off with a bang! Yes. <laughs> you didn't even say it with me. This girl starts the sentence, I'm looks sorry. at me, finger gun points, and doesn't even say it at the same time as me. We're still figuring it out. That's what I'm going to blame it on this whole time. Next time I'll be perfect, everyone. I'll be perfect. Oh, man. <laughs> so... Starting with a bang, for sure. But in the narration, okay, so we do get the theme of the show. Yes. This episode is the game. In the narration, yeah. she's like, the game, I don't know, this isn't a direct quote, but some people play it and some people don't. And right. my mother, she was one of the greats. And I'm screwed. And I'm screwed! I'm screwed. Which, again, your non-HBO is showing. No one yes. says screwed. Nobody it would definitely be that. fucked. Right. Oh, my God, for sure. And I'm sorry, she's... Okay, so oh, this is the interesting thing about this first episode for me. They've established this person who's our narrator, therefore probably our hero. Mm -hmm. And she's about to go into what is like a high stress, like high power oh. kind of place, environment, a right. workspace and career and vocation. And she's like, I'm screwed. Oh. Dough in the headlights. Oh, I have so much to say about this. Thank but God. before that, she says, I'm screwed, AKA fucked. And guess what? She erupts from the floor having yes. been yes. screwed. Okay, you're right. I jumped ahead. You're so right. That is true. Oh, what's that? You are screwed, girl. And who's that on the floor? Sexy, beautiful Patrick Dempsey. Oh, my, gosh. Oh my God. Okay, but Hello. seriously, how crazy was their night that they are on the floor? He's naked on the hardwood floor. Next to a couch. Why did that happen? Why didn't they go to the bedroom? Why I don't know. I don't know anybody who does okay. that anymore. I mean, like, I mean, I, I'm sure it's to a, it's it's to to show us this was crazy. Sure, but literally, wild. he's at the foot of a couch. I know. You're trying Make to tell me that he did not at some point wake up that that hungover, horrible. I just made a lot of bad decisions. Three a.m. Like uh -huh. where it's like I'm not sure where I am. Yes. Oh look, a fucking couch. Mm -hmm. He never did because he was that worn out. Right. <laughs> Ooh, did it good. <laughs> oh, yeah, so he is naked. Hello, hello, hi, naked sir. Yeah, hi, On the floor, how Kenzie. are we? Oh, you're next to the couch. Right. And then he's like, oh, hi, making eyes at uh, our, our main gal. Here's this your bra. <laughs> and he's like, what? what is the line? He says something like, this is... This must be, and then she... Oh. Yes, or something like that. Yeah. This must be yours, and instead she goes... Humiliating. humiliating but why why you guys just yes! 
fucked. Like, and what he's is it so hot? And you're hot. She makes and no sense. And you're young. And why is she humiliated? Girl, you seem you pretty. You guys did it good. And you seem pretty well versed in this situation, I, if I'm honest. Yes, like, she does. And we, well, yes. Well, yes. She mm-hmm. seems well versed. She, like, I'm like, what do you have to be ashamed of? I mean, I'm hooked. Don't get me wrong. I'm Absolutely. not reaching for that remote. No, still there. But. I have no idea why she's humiliated. I, I would, don't know either. I would, I would wake up and be like, that wasn't a Hello, dream? Or did, did I rub a magic lamp? Like, right. wh- why are you here next to me? Right. Well, and here's my mindset regarding sex. I'm the type of person, I want sex all the time. So, like, I will probably throw it to you whenever you I can, know what? wherever I, th- I can. I think it's great for our, our <laughs> mother, my mother listener oh, to, to hear our perspective. No, really. <laughs> no, really, really. And so I'm the type of person who that's how I feel about sex. So when Patrick Dempsey is like, why don't you come back down here and we'll pick up where we left off? I'm oh. like... Oh, hi, okay, yeah, yes, he says that, and she goes, uh, no, I need to go take a shower, and when I come back down, you won't be here, and I was like, what the, <gasps> oh, that, why? that is a direct quote, when I, when I, I know. come back down, you won't be here, I know, I was like, because that's the well-versed stuff, mm-hmm. which I'm sorry, I don't know what woman's like, this strange man, you can just leave and leave the door unlocked, and I'll go be naked in my shower, that oh, seems true. like a good way to die, <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong. True, true. You know what? <laughs> this if is I'm, the crime podcast. If I, yes. If I'm but. honest, most of the podcasts I listen to are true crime podcasts, and I am not leaving a stranger in my house while I go. Oh, okay, I get it though. I mean, I get the, I get the vehicle. Sure. I won't pick it apart too much, but for real, sure. ladies, do not leave an unattended male stranger in your house while you go get naked in the shower. It's like, it's either going to be a rom-com or you're going to die. There is no in-between. And honestly, do you want either? No. I mean, do you? No. No. Okay, so she is a straight shooter, though. She's like, yes, get lost. Exactly, exactly. And, oh, I did, you know, the thing that I did think was interesting about this was there did seem to be, because this this show's older. Mm Mm-hmm. We should probably know exactly what year. Did we, you looked that up at some I think point. it was 2004 or something was when yeah. the show came out. 2002, 2004. Because I, because I had said 15 years kind of yes. jokingly, but it really is about 15 years. Exactly. I think it was so, early, early 2000s. So even 15 years ago, really starting to switch this idea of like gender roles. Like he's the one sure. who wants to talk to her more. Right. He's the one who wants to like ask questions and is more interested where she's the one that's like, wham, bam, thank you, sure. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And I, I, I don't know if for, for 15 years ago, I was not a sexually active adult 15 years ago. Sure. I was an almost sexually active teenager. <laughs> but still, I'm not sure if that is like a common thing. Right. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like there, there's a little bit of pushing boundaries there. And I'm like, yes. I, I see you, oh, Grey's Anatomy. Absolutely. I agree with you on that. That's true. Then like that. cut to shots of Seattle. Oh, yes. what's that? Space Needle. I know where we are now. I am oriented. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never personally been to no. Seattle, but Same. I am aware of where we are. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. Yep. And then we enter the hospital where the, oh my gosh, and I loved this. It felt a little superhero movie-ish because like yes. all the people are inside and then they call the strangers away and you're like, we'll never see them again. <laughs> Those extras are gone for oh, good. Oh, oh. Well, so the the chief is giving this, like, it makes me think of, like, every college movie that's like, look to your left, look to your right. Two of those people will drop out of this program. <laughs> it's like, so true. and they're all—I don't know 
fly that she brings them into this empty operating room where they're looking around like they've never seen an operating room and I'm like you've been to med school right 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 they've definitely seen hospitals before but they're all doing like the thing and then we see that's where we focus in on oh Mm. oh hi Sandra O slash Christina which thank goodness Sandra O oh hi Meredith I already knew you were there oh hi Catherine Heigl Izzy hi actor I don't know name of George but who's gonna play George (laughs) (laughs) we should probably know the actor's name we will come back with you for that yeah 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 we're 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 Getting our bearings We'll get there. you. You know who we mean, though. And then, and then actor who ends up being Alex. So, like, we get yes. it. Like, oh, here are our key players. Exactly. Mm-hmm. These other interns, I'll never see these actors ever again. Nope. Nope. They have no names. Yep. Um, and then she says it again. I'm, I'm screwed. Yeah. And honestly, like, I look at her and I'm like, girl, you are. You, you're right. You better get your shit together. Like, <laughs> I don't know anything about becoming a doctor but I am suddenly like going back in the recesses of my mind I'm like have I ever been with a doctor that like seemed really new and lost because that's terrifying is that how is that what it takes are you putting me in the hands of people who don't know what they're doing oh absolutely when you go okay I'm sorry with the health insurance I've had for the past (laughs) couple of years all the time for whatever kinds of appointments the doctors I have or nurse practitioners usually because that's the which oh my god like it's totally for me it seems like the same thing but I know that it's not but whatever they come in and they're always like, can this doctor who's training come shadow or do whatever? And I'm like, ah, I've seen newbies in training all the time. All the I time. mean, I, I get that that's necessary, but I mean, and, and we'll get in it more throughout this episode, but sure. just how much responsibility is put on these people who have absolutely no confidence. I'm right. like, this is terrifying. This is. This better not be. Mom, I know you're our only listener right now. If you have ever tried to be a doctor, can you let me know if this is how it goes? Because normally people would say, listeners, doctors, reach out to us. It's just my mom. Mom, find me a doctor. (laughs) Tell me if this is how this works. Well, and actually, my... Okay, so this is maybe a tangent. We can cut this if you want to. But my sister is a nurse in Iowa, and she has told me stories about intern doctors who are going to deliver babies that come in, and my sister is like... These are the steps you need to take. This is what we do. Like, she knows what they need to do more than they know what they need to do at that point that they're still learning. Oh. And I'm like, ooh. Oh, interesting. So later on, oh, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Because I very... think that comes back a little bit in this exactly. episode. So we find out that all of our main players, except for Alex, Alex Karev, mm-hmm. they're with the Nazi. Yes. And can I say, I actually have a problem with this. Well, sure. The name Nazi for... <laughs> Bailey for Dr. Bailey? Well, I just okay. I mean, we'll we'll jump ahead to the joke. She's a short black woman. Right. Very loud and powerful. And fabulous. And absolutely fabulous. She would hate me for calling her fabulous. She would actually hate me, I've decided. Dr. Bailey would <laughs> Oh, she would. Hate me. She would hate you. <laughs> she would hate me so she would hate. much. Uh, I'm Catherine Hyde. Listeners, <laughs> if we yes, if we took the Grey's Anatomy quiz, Anne is definitely an Izzy. Mm-hmm. I am definitely a Meredith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be a Sandra O, though. I want to be I a Sandra O! I want to be Dr. Yang, because she's a badass uh, bitch. Sorry. We just, I mean, we just, exactly. We're, we're not, though. We're I'm, not, I but we love her. I want her a little bit. I love her. Oh, my God. So, this, yes. This name, the Nazi, I have a problem with it. Mostly, Absolutely. I mean, okay, we, we, can, we can get, like, well, that's a 
politically incorrect thing to say. My problem is a comedy thing. Because right. it's just not clever enough. Uh-uh. What, she's the Nazi because she's mean? Right. Like, I don't get that. Right. In school, in seventh grade, I dubbed a teacher the uniform Nazi. And that's clever, people. It you know what clever. she stands yes. for. She wants your school uniform in check. Exactly. And she's a bitch about it. And she will literally take a... I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about. I, oh, yeah. She will we, literally take a ruler out and measure down to you to see if your skirt is too short. So, it's yeah. So, I mean, there there's something clever there. Mm-hmm. The Nazi... What does that mean? She I, hates Jews. That's all right. I hear. <laughs> you, you are not rebranding. Especially in the medical field. It's like, what? You I, could not think of anything else? I mean, there's just, I know, the, the Terminator. That's probably not even great either. But I mean, just there's a lot of big names that we could give her if she's just a mean lady. Sure. Why the Nazi? It's not even clever. I don't like it. Let's admit, I mean, I feel like this could be them still figuring out their bearings. <laughs> That's true. You know? I mean, but we, we know from watching a little bit of further into the show that it does come back periodically but I do feel like part of them was like just throw that out there. Uh, let's not let's not lean too heavily on that right 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 we're gonna like throw it in there just so that people know that they're walking into somebody who's maybe scary or something and then they like I mean they even had what was it that Izzy said when they were talking about it they're like whoa we thought she'd be like what does the one girl oh. say tall or the other one's like a Nazi and I was like oh okay so they do have in their mind that like they were expecting someone different and then Izzy comes up and is like could just be professional jealousy maybe people don't like that she's like successful mm-hmm. and so interesting hey. stuff that they try to touch on Brilliant segue, because then Sandra O. Oh, where I I can't call. I want to call her Christina. We should. Do, she's, but let's she's call Sandra her Christina. Oh. Yeah, she is. You know what? And that's the beautiful thing about it. Mm. I feel like she is her own person. And this I, is how she's Because I turned. don't even. I I don't even call Catherine Heigl her name. I will call her Izzy. Exactly. But there. But Sandra O. Oh transcends. She does. Oh, and we will see that later. <laughs> let's call her Christina. Okay, From here Christina, on out. Yes. We will call people their. Character, character names. names and we'll introduce them when we first introduce them um, as their actor name if we know them and then continue on with character. Unless we're just talking about how badass Sandra O is. Right. Oh her. yes. Like any real world stuff we will revert. <clears throat> I think we needed to define that. Yes. Good. Okay. So Christina after that line maybe she's brilliant or whatever. Yes. She's like you're the model aren't you? Right. Like and can I just point out this is a network television television TV show. Mm. Everyone in this show is gorgeous. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yes, she's gorgeous, but so are you, Christina, right. and so is Meredith. And, uh, yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. I'm like, you're so all gorgeous. I feel like the only real world. Per- oh no, no, I don't. I feel like that sounds mean. I'm sorry. I feel like George, he looks like an everyman, which he I does. felt like was a nice, appropriate thing. It's not that he's not sexy or anything because he is very cute but I feel like he's an everyman which is nice everybody else is smoldery well, and that's, beautiful that's his character he's kind of fumbly and we, we'll we'll see that yeah. more later on in this bring episode bring on the Charlie too. Chaplin doctor we like him um oh yeah because that's the thing speaking of George very shortly after that conversation he's like hey I saw you at the thing you were wearing the the strappy heels and the dress up the sleeve he's talking to Meredith yep. so he's obviously into her and then she doesn't say anything and he's like now you think I'm gay. I'm not gay. Which? Right. Side Goog. He, yes, he the is. The actor is gay. He is. He is. 
exactly, exactly. Yep, yep, yep. So I mean, I, I didn't right. catch that the first time because I didn't know. Sure. This time around, I'm like, oh, interesting. Uh-huh, yep. Because the actor who plays George is gay. I mean, is it funny? No, but right. just a little trivia. Little trivia. So he, but, but the character George is obviously into Meredith. Right. This is where we're like, oh, this is a thing. Right. He's immediately crushing. He's picked mm-hmm. out his like, like first day of school crush. Exactly. Is it okay if I kind of take yeah. a little bit of a turn? This is an interesting episode because we're kind of establishing, I mean, everybody's character. This is how the group forms together. Mm-hmm. Interesting communication, like, well, I just Stuff. noticed how quickly they became best friends. Right. Like, they literally, at the beginning of this episode, don't even know each other. But by the end, they have their, like, little hangs and they're asking uh-huh. to get the truth from each other and stuff like that. Uh, right. They're bonding. Mm-hmm. And I feel like high-stress situations, maybe that happens. Yeah. I don't know if this is what happens in the medical field. But Mom, I feel like, you know. <laughs> find me a doctor. <laughs> right. We're Tell gonna, me if this is how it works. <laughs> we're going to interview a surgeon one day. <laughs> I will find us a surgeon. I totally will. Oh, man. And hopefully, maybe he'll be adorable. Oh, 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 oh. I'm Everybody. just kidding. <laughs> JK. Um, no, so that's just interesting how they, like, you know, weave everybody in and out. Like, even when yeah. they introduce Dr. Bailey and how it moves on from them to Isaiah Washington as Dr. Burke. They, yeah, no, you do kind of see, like, a lot of the transitions are, like, Look how they're going through it. Mm-hmm. Because this is a tough day. This is a tough 48 hours for everybody, it's which a is a hard obvious. day's night. Um, a girl comes in after we find out, uh, you know, George is into Meredith and the Nazi is mean, which I guess is why she has that name. Then she, she's listing off her rules. I don't remember all the rules, but she's listing them. The last right. one, when I move, you move. Up on the roof. She's running. Everyone's running after her. We have a girl with grandma seizures Right, in. which... I don't know what grand mall is. Well, like, I mean, I, if I if I those... know if I know French, which I do ever so slightly, <laughs> then it's bad. Oh, okay. Very bad. Oh, sure. <laughs> Very bad. Well, I mean, it's like, like that's big what... bad. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I can speak other languages, ish. You do. Oh, no, no. You're, no, you're better at Italian than I am at French. I just don't know if that's. I don't know Italian enough to know, like, girl, you know what mom means. Right. Well, and that's actually it would be. It's the exact same words, just with an E on the end in Italian, because that's really all you have to do with Italian. I can say that. I'm Italian. It's fine. <laughs> don't don't at her, Mom. Don't at me. Mom, I'm learning Italian just like you. Maybe Rachel's mom. <laughs> all right, so a girl comes in with very big, bad seizures. Horrible. Like, oh my God. And we meet Dr. Burke. Yes, and he comes in saying a wet fish on dry land. <laughs> To refer to a human seizing? <laughs> I caught that this time and I was like, whoa, oh my God. It felt real bad. I was like, whoa. You know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of like, oh gosh, is it NCIS where there's like some horrific murder scene and then like the guy like looks like he's toasted. So like, had a bad day, huh? <laughs> And, like, puts on his sunglasses, and then the music goes, yeah! <laughs> I could, I'm going to cut in, like, an example and put it right here. I don't know. He's missing from the scene. Maybe he took off. Or maybe he got taken for a ride. Yeah! Any second, will she? Friend said she came down to drink mojitas and catch some sun. Well, it looks like something caught her. Good because idea. that is kind 
it where it's like, wow, that's kind of a tasteless joke in a very serious situation. Yeah, seriously. I caught oh, that this time. Oh, I I'm so, I'm so glad that you caught that. I was in my room, like, and I wrote down on here, referring to the woman seizing? <laughs> Question marks? Oh, man. But Dr. there are a lot Burke. of interesting things in this very first episode. Lots of interesting things. Sure. A lot of, like, well, having watched a little bit more, a lot of right. things where it's like, oh, you gave up on that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you wanted us to forget about that, too. <laughs> and luckily we did and until we, did. we went back. So, yes, a tasteless joke. He starts giving orders to all the interns. You yes. do that. You start an IV. You check his pulse. I don't remember. Mm. I don't know doctor things. They do that, right? Mm-hmm. So they all start doing that. They're following orders. They're very good at following orders. Sure. And right after, right after Burke is giving out all these orders and they yep. start, then I think that they were actually way better at building Christina's character than anybody. Oh, for sure. Right? Absolutely. Because right after that, she interrupts uh, the Nazi Bailey. I'm not going to mm-hmm. call her that anymore. No. The Nazi's- Dr. Bailey. The Nazi is gone. It's out. It's out. I don't like it. They think that she's mean, and we think that they needed to be more creative. <laughs> Dr. Bailey. Christina interrupts Dr. Bailey's surgery with, like, minor information. She's kind of like, okay. And then Christina, like, pauses and goes, I hear that they pick an intern every year to start, like, a favorite intern yeah. to, to do the first surgery yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... Dr. Bailey just, like, gives her a look, and she's like, that's just what I heard. And she's like, get out now. But we learn, oh, Christina. That's what she that's, wants. That's what she wants. Yes. She wants to slice, dice. She is not here to make friends. Mm-mm. She is, like, here to get what she wants. Yes. Which I really like that mm-hmm. about her. I think I wrote down in other notes that I had, I was like, I like that she's the one who's there who doesn't feel like, oh, no, what am I doing here? I mean, even, I think Izzy had a moment, too, of showing us, like, a really interesting strength of character okay. and of will. Because she comes in and she's like, I am going to, like, beeline it to Dr. Bailey. Like, this is my tactic, you know, mm-hmm. to get what I want. So I feel like we see both of those as opposed to Meredith, who's like, I'm screwed. And then her he- eyes are just like this dough in the headlights move. I know. And I George know. is kind of flailing. I have a note about that. I'm like, why is this our hero? Why is this the person we're following? Why would our hero come in? <laughs> like, I wrote the same thing. I mean, I, I think the writers just thought it was going to be, like, clever and relatable. But right. honestly, it's a little terrifying. Girl, get your shit together. Yes. You're a doctor. Yes. And I think, too, like, I think that that's something, it's very relatable. Because mm-hmm. I feel like as human beings, we often go into the space where we know we want to be, but we feel uncertain. But it's like, in a doctor situation, after having finished your medical schooling don't you feel a little more ready to rock and roll like or at least like you want to rock and roll or pretend like you're going to rock and roll no anything (laughs) i mean interesting we so we see everyone's going through it meredith's literally lost she's pushing around the 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 very big bad seizures girl who's calling her who's out who's calling on her out on lost it. and new I mean it's funny because you see the hallway you see her go one direction and she's like you're lost and right. then you see her go the other direction I'm not lost right <laughs> which enter our nurse jabs in that moment mm-hmm. yes lots of nurse jabs I counted them did oh, you count them no no six nurse jabs I mean granted I had to count like each Which? separate one but like dang which, if we actually, you know what, let's let's break it down. That's not cool because none of the main characters are nurses. Right. They're not being represented in the show at all. Mm-mm. They are not there to defend themselves. Exactly. Like, because I, so, 
<clears throat> Listeners, I never watched Grey's Anatomy because I was a Scrubs watcher. Zach mm. Braff is still the love of my life. You and but... Florence Pugh. <laughs> That's saying. right. You said Florence Pugh. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm happy for them. But... <laughs> but I did. I love JD and Scrubs. But, and you know what? There were a lot of nurse jobs in that. But mm. there was also Carla, who was a badass nurse. Right. Um, I mean, and other nurse characters, like, because they were equally represented in the narrative. There are no nurses represented in this narrative. Not at all. You just have you people. You do not earn the right. Right. Especially. Jab. Exactly. Well, and I think it's crazy because in one of the scenes, uh, maybe I'm skipping ahead a little bit too much, but it feels like the nurses are interacting. I feel like in that first episode, we see nurse action where it's like, you see them showing a strength of like, we know what we're doing and we're working really hard here. Like, mm-hmm. let's all do this together. I think it's it's one of those things where sometimes people are like, ah, oh, go army, Navy sucks. And I'm like, aren't we all technically supposed to work together? Are we on the same team? Don't we want the same right. thing? Right, do we not want the same stuff? I feel like nurses and doctors being pitted against each other is, and you know, the same thing with like, so me being a server, the back of house being pitted versus the front of house. I'm like, why? We all want the same stuff. Oh, we just love to be a part of a group. I do. hate another yeah, group. It's, oh, it's true. Oh, uh, not me. Uh, well, no, we not, do. Humans no, Humankind do. just love to be a part of it's a group like and hate another group. It's like that competitive drive. So it's just interesting. Interesting, the nurse jabs. Um, so everyone's going through it. Meredith is lost. George can't do an IV on a very super duper nice couple. Okay? We need you to know how super duper nice this couple is because it's a trap. It's a yes, setup. Yes, exactly. But he can't manage to do an IV. Mm-hmm. And Burke is standing there and he's an asshole and he takes it and he does it. And George says a really cute thing. He's like, oh, I bet you missed a lot on your first try too. We establish so hard the meekness and cuteness <laughs> and like little puppy dogness of George. Oh, 100%. He's a little puppy. I know. I, I actually feel so bad for him in this episode. Right? It's heartbreak after heartbreak uh-huh. for him. It's, it's a, a rough day one. for him. Yeah. And then we see Izzy shoving fingers up butts. Yeah. Because, because... Bailey, Dr. Bailey, apparently hates her because she was so nice and bubbly, so she gives her rectal exams. But my favorite part is she lubes up her fingers, she's behind the sky, and she goes, um, I, I, I'm just gonna insert my fingers in your rectum now. And he gives her a look like, yeah, Yeah. lady, I know how rectal exams (laughs) work. Do you? (laughs) It's so true. Like, He's like, can you just do it then and just, like, just do it? Because this is awful I, for all of us. I don't need the narration. I know exactly how this is going to work. He's I, like, I don't need a play-by-play. I don't know. Maybe if the writers were like, maybe our audience doesn't know what this is. We need to tell them the joke. The butt of the joke, maybe. if you will. <laughs> and we're all like, we all get it. No, we No, we know. <laughs> And so they cut to lunch, and Izzy can't eat because right. she's done seventeen rectal exams. Sure, sure. They're all, they're all, you know, they're 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 dishing out the goss. Yes. Because Meredith's not there yet, so mm-hmm. they can talk about Meredith's famous mother, who was alluded to in the narration at the beginning, but now we know is Ellis Gray, a world famous surgeon. May I just say uh, a big chick surgeon, which I think is like an allusion to like a big dick surgeon. You know oh, what I mean? Which I liked that. I was like, yeah. good writing thing. Good stuff. Oh, so you know? can, there could be big chick energy. There is big chick energy now. In fact, we should probably make t-shirts. 
I'm sorry. That was a different creative idea. <laughs> but yes, there is, in fact, big chick energy big now. Chick and you energy. did hear it here first. And so the, uh, they're all dishing about her mother, like, oh, Ellis Gray, the Ellis Gray? Oh, to, you know, to, to have her as a mother. Christina right. obviously wants to have someone that powerful and intelligent as her mother. Mm-hmm. And Meredith sits down. They stop talking about it. Burke comes. Yes. Enter Burke. And he chooses for the grand, what would you call this? Like the grand opening kind of of like the, all of the, the interns day. Surgery. The first surgery that they get to assist with. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea is, is like, you know, what Christina Yang said about it before was that like, uh, what did she say exactly? The intern with the most promise gets mm-hmm. chosen to do, uh, to assist with the first surgery. And he chooses, as we find out, <laughs> Puppy Talk oh, George. George! He couldn't even do an IV in front of Burke. Burke took it out of his hands and he selects him for the surgery. For the appendectomy. Yeah. Ap- did I yeah. say that right? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't reading it. it- I know it sounds like she looked down and was spelling it out. She literally looked me dead in the <laughs> eye and said it that way. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I got it right, you know? I mean, I, I, I definitely couldn't uh, do an appendectomy because I can barely say it, so. <laughs> well, so so the, George is so cute about it because Burke mm-hmm. walks away and it's like he came out of a daydream. He's like, what did he say? Cause he can't, <laughs> because that's his character. Because he can't believe it. But I did have to point out, our key players are not the only people at this lunch table. There are like two or three extras just sprinkled throughout them. Not like they are engaged with something else, but like they are engaged with our heroes. I didn't even notice them. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're not supposed to. But I I look over at random guy that I'm like, who the fuck are you? I've never seen you before. Like, Why are you sitting next to Dr. Yang? Like, yes, she doesn't like you either. That's where he was sitting, like between Yang and Izzy, just like acting like he's a part of the conversation. That kills me. That's oh, so there, funny. There's some primo extra oh acting in this episode. That's phenomenal. So right after that, we see Dr. Bailey talking to Dr. Burke, like yes. asking him why he chose George because he we find out he barely made it into this program. Right. I mean, and so, I feel like it doesn't seem like a surprise when we hear that. It's like, oh, well, I wanna, sure. I want to hear that Meredith barely made it in. Same. Because what, what is she doing there? Because what is she doing there? She's the one who had the the parent who got her in because mm. she's the big chick surgeon right. or whatever. Oh, who knows? Interesting, so, interesting. But we find out that the reason Burke chose George was because... Burke's an asshole in this episode. He's, oh my gosh, you noticed it too. He is a macho, arrogant asshole, which I am alluding a little bit to what we know later, mm-hmm. so if you want to. But the thing is, is that he is not the same in the other episodes that he is in this episode. He's kind of rude. Oh, he's so And he's rude. arrogant, and he says things that I'm like, oh, HR today would probably... Oh, 100%. They'd so, be like, what the So fuck? the reason he chooses George is because he knows that this is ho- a horrible thing to do to George. But he says, George is my guy. 
And Bailey goes, oh, your guy, the one that you choose, that you choose to torture mm-hmm. all year or right. whatever. And he says, yeah, it makes the other ones work harder. Right. So George is merely a pawn in this situation exactly. to try to get the others to work harder. Right. Which is crazy because <sighs> it's one of those things, I feel like with training, I mean, and it's just interesting to look at this from the lens of training. It, they say, like, Meredith does... Oh, this is this comes later on in the episode, so we'll talk on about it later. But it's just interesting to see mm-hmm. this training aspects of like, oh, we're gonna treat people like crap, and you're gonna be awake for forty eight hours, and you're gonna do what we do, and you're gonna sleep whenever you can, and if you can't, too bad. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that that blows me away a little bit. <clears throat> we don't like Burke in this episode, which is crazy. Oh, I know, I know, because we we only know that we we actually do end up liking him a little mm-hmm. bit more later, but. Mm-hmm. So then we see, cut to Meredith, back with her very big, bad seizures girl, and her parents have arrived, and they're asking her all the questions, like, is she going to need surgery? Because they're obviously from out of town, because they said, like, our doctor back home, because they're in town for a beauty pageant. Yes. This grand mal seizure seizure girl is a beauty pageant contestant. Right. So the parents from out of town, they're like, oh, what's wrong with her? Our doctor thinks she might need surgery, blah, blah, blah. And Meredith freezes. She doesn't know anything. Girl doesn't know She doesn't even improv. know how to build. Exactly. <laughs> yes, and. Build some rapport. Like, <laughs> say anything. Because you know some things. You've been right. with her for the past 45 minutes, right. two hours. Who knows? Oh, like, you've just, been with her. This is so small. Just kind of answer the questions as best as you can. But right. no, she doesn't. She freaks out. Goes, Oh, I, 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 I'm not her doctor. I, I, I am a doctor, but I'm, I'm not her doctor. Let, 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 let me, let me go get it. Let me go get her doctor. <laughs> and the parents are like, what the oh, hell have we gotten oh, ourselves into? And there's like a, I mean, there's a Meredith shape <laughs> hole in the door. She ran the fuck out of that room. Yo, there's like actual smoke outline <laughs> left of her. It's true. It's so true. She's gone oh. looking for the doctor because she can't even answer questions. But who does she see? You you know who she sees, right? Mm. Who we oh wait, do we do we dare call him what Meredith calls him? Well, cause that's the thing is what I went into him? Grey's Anatomy knowing that his character was called Dr. Yes. McDreamy. Okay, so we know okay, that's probably a thing right? we should know. As pop culture, we have known he was McDreamy forever. Right. So McDreamy A.K.A. Mr. Naked Patrick Dempsey. Dr. Shepard. Is Dr. Shepard. Mm-hmm. They make eyes. She realizes, holy shit, I slept with a doctor An this attending. Last night. Mm-hmm. An attending. So she runs. Mm-hmm. He chases after her. He catches her. And I have... And in turn, he catches all of us. Oh my God, he does. With Beca- those laughing eyes. Oh my gosh, because the banter... Mm-hmm was so witty well he's so charming that's the thing he brings the charm oh so she does not so. he brings the charm and i wonder if that's like on purpose because i'm kind of thinking like i don't know he's just like sometimes he does this thing okay and i'm sorry we're about to get into a place that might be weird for everybody but come with me okay come with me <laughs> sometimes when he kisses meredith gray he smiles while he does it. And I'm like, that is such a great move as an actor because I'm so in it. Like, I'm so in it with you. Like, 
you've made me believe that you are fully enjoying what you're doing in the way that your character would. So he's just like, that's his level of charm. Sure. Oh, he's so charming. <sighs> and I and I think it's it, it actually needs to be noted because, okay, so he catches her. There's witty yes. banter. But the banter is essentially he's flirting with her. Yes. Saying like, you know, last night was fun. Right. Oh, this morning it was Derek. Why are you calling me Dr. Shepard? Right. Blah, blah, you blah. took advantage. You Do t- you want to take advantage again? <laughs> oh, Ha-ha. super cute. Super <laughs> oh cute. God. But she's like... This can't exist. I can't be the girl. You can't be the guy. This is inappropriate. Right. And she's not wrong. I am fanning myself. And it's fanning herself. (laughs) Because I keep thinking about Patrick Dempsey's character's sex style, and it's so much like mine. (laughs) I'm very warm. (laughs) So, but I do think that this is actually important, and I want to get this out of the way. Because... She is very much with her words saying no. And he is very much continuing to be charming and flirtatious or whatever. I want it to be noted. We are obviously into it. Anna is fanning herself. I get giddy and smile at these kind of scenes. Right. But it's a fantasy. Gentlemen, if a woman is telling you these words... You need to leave her the fuck alone. It's true. It's a fantasy. Yes. And, and I mean, and we can attribute, we can attribute men who obsess over women in this sort of way. We can attribute that culture to media, particularly movies. I mean, how many movies do we see a woman forced into a kiss, but then she submisses and actually likes it? Yes. Or Ugh. like the woman who wants to be pursued, even though she's very much continuing to say no, because actually she wants it. No doesn't mean no or whatever. Right. This is a fantasy. Yes. Similar, I would say, to porn. Right. I mean, and it's not just men. Women, everybody. Right. Who, I mean, raise your hand if you have ever seen some porn that you are into, you like it, but you kind of feel a little dirty about it, and you don't even know if you want to do it in person. Oh, for sure. But the idea is enough, okay? Yes. This is a fantasy. That's the in it absolutely. I think you've touched on something this, very, very like it. The analogy there is right. It's I mean, right it's on. it's emotional porn. Yes. Like I don't. If I am telling a man this is inappropriate, this can't exist, and he continues to try to do witty banter, right. it's not going to work, gentlemen. Well, and especially too, if this is something as well. He is an attending physician, and she's an intern. He Meaning has now, the power. Exactly. Exactly. And this is workplace sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, in a way, it just is. Mm-hmm. So it's workplace sexual harassment that you're dealing with. He is in the power position, and he's also not listening. And it's yes. also one of the things that you find out later on, because I asked, um, my my roommate is in nursing school, and I asked her, I was like, that's technically not allowed, right? And she was like, yeah, technically, you know, with the caveat eyes of like, yeah, technically it's not loud, and we frown upon it, but doctors are still, like, doing it. Mom! Find me a doctor. Find us a doctor, please. Do do they really have this much sex all the time? In the on-call room? <laughs> we need to know. We need to know. The masses want to know. <laughs> so, to get that out of the way, to say yeah. yes, we recognize that this is feeding into a culture that isn't necessarily healthy. We're not going to have time to have that conversation every time a scene right. like this comes exactly. up. It's important to note, but ultimately, it's a fantasy. I'm allowed to have my emotional porn and enjoy... It's the soap opera porn. And enjoy how cute he is pursuing her. Those laughing eyes. Oh, it's so cute. The oh, I'm into it. I'm mm-hmm. totally into it. Mm-hmm. Also, what do you think the age difference is? 
Patrick Dempsey, okay, so if she is, she is probably like, I I kind of imagine that she's somewhere around 28, 29-ish. Because like they go maybe to school even for a long 30, time, right? Forever. Because forever. They, first they have to get a regular degree, then they can go to medical school. Exactly. Mom! We need a doctor. We need a doctor. <laughs> Our research is showing. <laughs> I mean, right, because like medical school is four years. Yes. So if that's an addition then she's probably, yeah, yeah, like 27, 28. Right. I would say probably somewhere in there, if not a little bit older, just depending on okay. all of that. Because she um, just they all have so their young. They all talk about getting doctorates. Mm. And so I don't know if, like, and that's the thing about the medical stuff that I don't know, because they get their regular degree. They go to their next program. Do they get another doctorate after that? So maybe she's 30, whatever. He, in my world, Patrick Dempsey looks like he's about like 36. Oh, absolutely. But we have to assume he's gone through the same process and now he's in such a power position that he's in the running for chief. Exactly. So like he's really- It's been hinted at. He's very good at what he does. He's been doing it for long enough to be very good. Yes. I mean, he's gotta be like 45, right? I mean, in the real world, probably. Maybe 40. I wouldn't maybe say he'd be like as old as 45, but maybe. This is maybe something we need to break down next time. Probably. Maybe we need to talk right. about this. This might require some research. We're very curious. Or maybe we I need quit. to suspend the disbelief. Who knows? But it's a right. curious question. No, but, but I'm just interested. I mean, like, I, I don't mind that much about that age difference. That doesn't bother me very much. Sure. But I just, I'm, I'm wondering because he's The adorable. masses want to know. The he's masses want to know. He's so cute. All right. So then, then, after cute banter and has cooled down everybody, she is down a little bit. not fanning herself anymore. I'm not. Because I, you know, for a moment forgotten the twinkle in Dr. Shepard's smiling eyes. Oh. <laughs> smiling eyes. He does have those. So we cut to the OR. George is chanting the steps of the <laughs> surgery. Because <laughs> that's how much he shouldn't be in this field Which of work. again, for real! Which again, I'm like, this is an exaggeration, right? I have never been under with someone who had to who had, like, the steps written out on their hand, right? Right, right. May I just say, if I were getting an appendectomy and I found out that it was an intern afterward, I would be like, uh, no, you can pay for that one, then. Right. This is restaurant rules. <laughs> I'm not happy, so you get to buy it. Like, well, right. I mean, kind of, though, right? If it's a teaching hospital, be like, oh, you're going to pay for that, so right? So this is half price, is it? That, Great. That, that's his credit, right? Did he get credit for that? I mean, it feels like BS if that's not the case. Well, I it, hate the medical system these I days. I mean, that is not a bad idea, okay? I grew up going to Tony and Guy Hairdressing Academy for my haircuts. So getting, like, the people who would go to Tony and Guy but are still learning Thank to do my haircut. It, sure. And it was $6, people. Yeah. I get my haircut for $6. Right. Was it a hit or a miss? Absolutely. Did my friend Abby have all of her hair cut off when I took her there? Maybe. (laughs) But that's... Why? Right. And surgeries, that's life. It should absolutely be... It should... (laughs) It should absolutely be a half price. We should only have to pay for the parts and probably not necessarily the service. I mean... appendectomy cost do we think and we're gonna have someone who doesn't really feel confident that they can even do it correctly i just <sighs> i i love the phrase half price surgery 
<laughs> but you know what? So many of us would go for it these days. Oh, what? The rain. 100%. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I guess I'll have to take my chances. No, sure. interns would start getting more work than residents and attendings. Yeah, better, you know, let your free market work that crap out. <laughs> let your free market capitalism work that shit out. I'm sorry, I've got air quotes flying. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. So poor George chanting the steps. He has no fucking clue what he's doing. Everybody making bets against him. (laughs) All of all of the other interns are up in the I don't know the watching booth. Oh my gosh, what is that stressful thing? Uh, I would lose my mind. They're like on stage with someone's life Ugh. because they've got an audience I of their peers. I can barely pour water for a table while serving while someone's watching me if my boss is watching me do you it. You are an actress. I know, and yet somehow someone watching me <laughs> but in the get... restaurant world. No, stage is fine. Oh, oh, stage, lines, Absolutely. kisses, all great. It, give it to me. Pouring water under a watchable While gaze. While my boss watches me. That's where the stage fright hits. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. It is real. So no, they, not they, so, so they're making bets. Meredith stands up for him. Is like, that's one of us down there. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is where we see Christina again because she looks at Meredith caring about him and then makes a bigger bet. Like, and I love that about her. Oh, I love that about She's her like, so much. oh, that's who you're gonna be? I'm gonna be this person. <laughs> Which I've literally written down from that moment. I wrote down, I love Yang so much that I feel like she'd hate me. She would. I hate that about me. I love her so because much. Because you would be, I mean, you would be Meredith. Like, <sighs> you would stand up for George. I know it's true. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. Ugh. You're just. You're too nice. It's okay. I know. No, you're not too nice. Oh, no, no, I am. You are nice. It's okay. Sometimes I am too nice. Maybe it's okay. Too nice I have sometimes. picked out those moments where I have thought to myself, while I'm doing something that is so nice, and I've gone, oh, Anne, <laughs> oh. you are too nice. <laughs> I am. It's totally fine. But George surprises everybody. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, I mean, there's, oh, oh. I mean, the music in Grey's Anatomy, I freaking love. It is the garbage I listened to at the beginning of the 2000s. Yes, it Beautifully was. incorporated they into do a pretty some good job with epic that. scenes. Exactly. So the music's playing. He's like, scalpel. Gets the scalpel. You do that. That happens. He's given orders. Things are happening. It's going smoothly. Everyone's yep. surprised. He gets the appendix out. Uh-huh. He is surprised. Which, oh my god. If somebody takes out my appendix and is surprised that they take out my <laughs> appendix, I don't want that person doing it. Half price surgery. Oh my God, half price surgeries all day. Be uncertain as long as it's half price. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying, I shouldn't have to pay for the real thing. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. So he gets it out, and then Dr. Burke totally psychs him out. I He's know. like, way to go. Now all we have to do is this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And totally. Without breaking the that. Ex- uh. I know, he doesn't even finish the sentence. He's like, all you have to do is. Not that thing you just did. He's like, that fucking thing you... I'm sorry, that was very aggressive. But I feel like that's how he says it. Exactly. He's like, hmm. And then George chokes. He can't do anything about it. And then Bert calls him a... Pansy-ass idiot. I know. And my jaw dropped. I was like, what? That, I know. That's just, that's so cruel. Well, and it's one of those things I'm like, I I don't know. It it reminds me a little bit. So I won't say the restaurant where I work. If you know me, you know me where, you know, probably where it is, but I won't say it out loud for this. But the cooks at my job are sometimes mean to a different line cook. And I'm just like, 
that's not how we train people. HR mm-hmm. departments decided that you can't talk to people <clears throat> like that even if they do make you angry or don't do their job right. Exactly. Because Burke set him up. Exactly. That's right. He set him up to fail. He hustled him. Oh, my God. And also, everybody, all of the nasty interns were, like, placing bets. All of, all of the extras we never see again <laughs> who are placing these bets would they be able to do this? I, that's another thing. Mom, find a doctor. We need to know. We what, need to know. I mean, is this something that they actually would need to know how to do on the first day? And if not, who among them right. would have been able to do that successfully? Exactly. Well, and that's the right thing because, you know, you've been, well, that's something that's even talked about later on. Oh, we'll get there later on. Never mind. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I'm sorry. It's all right. The episode is linear, but conversation is right? not. It's all over the place. It's fun. I like it. I like it. But yes, so I agree with you. I think it seems like a strange thing. I wonder if it's a real world thing or if I wonder or I wonder if it's more of a high stress drama, the oh, sure. plot, all of that stuff sure. that they created for it. That could be part of the fantasy, you know. I, I used to along watch with the sexual harassment. <laughs> I used to watch a lot of like true crime or not true crime, uh, false crime, fake crime, <laughs> fiction crime. Faux crimes. That's amazing. I used to watch a lot of those, and I have come to learn that everything I learned from them is wrong. <laughs> like it's not how anything works. We could be learning just nonsense again. Garbage. Right. Exactly. So we we are we are debating. Potential garbage what's information. Real? We don't know what's real, know. but we're but in it. They, the interns, start calling George, poor George, 007. <sighs> Which we find out immediately afterwards means license to kill. In a very clever, which is actually clever. 007 oh, license oh, to kill. Clever. That's clever. That is clever. Don't give me your Nazi bullshit. <laughs> 007 is clever. That's I know you clever. got it in you. <laughs> right. That proves it. So we find them, our heroes. Yes. In what is this room? This is like an abandoned hallway. Okay, so the hallway where they've got the beds. Yeah. I think it's just like an abandoned wing. Right. Like maybe it's a wing that's extra. Just like for we, emergencies. We see them in many, many future episodes in this space. It looks like a hallway. Yep. That's just lined with hospital beds. Mm-hmm. And we see them hang out here a lot in the future this is the first time right and they're just hanging out and this is where you're like wow these guys are buds yeah they were virtually strangers literally right. like 24 hours ago and, and here they high are stress mm-hmm. and suturing have bonded them yes they they are together so so george asked them are they calling me 007 and christina she's like no no one's calling you 007 which they totally are right but I don't know why they're not just honest with him about right. that. Right. Why do they feel the need to lie? I mean, he can hear people calling him 007 and they're trying to protect him from right. that. I think it goes back to that puppy dog thing where it's oh. like, are people calling me 007? It's like, you already know the answer. No one's going to make you feel better probably right well, now. Well, that's kind of what I would assume that they were like, but they are trying to convince him that they're not. It's that That is very true. I don't know. It seems a little, it is a little out of character. Maybe it just shows, I mean, that's one of the things too, because we do see moments where like, they're very cutting because they're very tired. Again, it's that high powerhouse, high stress thing. But then sometimes you see people trying to, you know, with Meredith saying, Mm -hmm. hey, he can probably do this. And then we see later on Izzy Stevens trying to be helpful or whatever. It's just... 
Right. So or, they're, I yeah. mean, so maybe this is showing us they they're a group, they're a unit. These guys like, yes. versus the world because right. all those other interns, they're extras. You're never right. gonna see again. It's definitely the storming phase of group formation. If this were a communication class, you're all welcome. <laughs> but it's not. So let's get back to the garbage. <laughs> back to the garbage. If we ever have ads, that's how we're <laughs> back to the garbage. All right. <clears throat> it's exactly right. So. Meredith gets paid 911 for her very big bad seizures beauty pageant queen patient. Right. She's like, oh, I gotta go. You see her turn white. You know, which good on you, Ellen Pompeo. Right. Very nice. How, how'd you do that? You're just, wow, a moment for you. A good one. A good moment for you. But she does. She turns white because it's a 911, which mm. means that, like, I don't know. She's dying, I guess. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So she runs through the hospital. She gets to Katie, the grandma. I'm so glad you know the name. Yes. Okay, great, Katie. I mean, I haven't been referring to her. I'll probably keep calling her the very big bad seizures girl. We find out that she is fine. Oh, all she's worried about is the fact that she doesn't have a television channel to watch the competition right. she's missing. She's bored. The little, uh, the little pageant queen cried wolf. Exactly, exactly. I'm so glad that you said that. Mm -hmm. She does. She cries wolf. Meredith loses her shit over it and is like, go to sleep and stop wasting my time. (laughs) And then the poor pageant queen goes, my head's too full. I love this. This was a good moment. (laughs) And then Meredith says, it's called thinking. Go with it. Yes, she does. And you're like, ah, big bird. I love it though, but I do get it. Sometimes my head's so full. I'm right. like, I, I get that this is thinking, but I am ready for it right. to turn off. Well, it's one of those things too, where it's like they judge her so much for being a, like a pageant queen. Oh my gosh, there's another wonderfully funny line later right. on. But for real, there's a lot of they're not very shade nice about to her. This. Yeah, and I'm like, she's also isn't she a kid? Oh, exactly. Not only is she a pageant queen, well, she's she, also a child. Who I mean, she's, has she's like sixteen or seventeen. Right. Like she's, she's not like a okay. Kid. So she's like a te- like a you know a young but woman, she's if you a will. Young lady. But that's still pretty young to be dealing with all of that. Like, not only is she going through the difficulties of the teenage years, which I think were really difficult because of hormones. Oh my god, wild! But right. she's also oh now dealing gosh. with seizures. If like, anybody oh. judged me based on the person I was when I was seventeen, <laughs> I oh. Same. I mean, I, I I actually know people who currently still do judge me based on the person Ooh. I was when I was 17. Ugh. I'm like, that. I don't even know who that person oh, is. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. So then we see Izzy. She's standing in the hallway looking at Bailey sleeping on a bed. And because we didn't one mention this. One of her rules are. Yes. One of her rules is if I'm sleeping, don't wake me unless your patient is dying. Right. And... So Izzy's just staring at her. One of the nurses is like, what's up? And she's like, I need to, okay, start Start a a central central line. line. You didn't even have Mm -hmm. to look at your notes for that. Mm -hmm. So she has to start a central line. I don't know, junky veins. She's like, oh, Mr. So-and-so has junky veins. He needs antibiotics. I really need to start a central line. And the nurse is like, do it. Right, which I love that nurse. I actually, I, know. I would love to see more of that. Nurse. I know that's a character. Very I'm like, genuinely. Like, give me his story. I know. I feel like he's one of the extras who, like, oh, not extra in like the just like walk he's in like, the background scene. He's a reoccurring extra. Yes, and I feel like the stuff he brings is very like there's some substance bes- behind his like moments, which I I enjoy. 
I want to tell see me. Tell me what's up with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's like, so do it. And she's like, I've never done it before. So he's like, well, you know what you need to do? And she's looking at Bailey. She needs to wake her up. Mm-hmm. So she goes over. It doesn't go well. But this is my question. Okay. Oh, tell me. Because Bailey... And, and, I mean, she has to do it, right? Yes. She has to take care of this patient, who I guess isn't dying, which, yes, that's one of her rules, but, like, isn't this her job? Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Isn't her job to care for people? Right. And also teach these interns. Right. Not only is this a hospital where you work and have chosen this as your job, you are also teaching people. Right. I mean, to be so, like, I mean, because she says after starting the central line, everyone's an asshole in this episode. I'm just saying. Oh, everybody. But after she starts the central line, she looks at Izzy and she's like, if you wake me again, he better be... As close to death as already having a toe tag on his... I know, and she said that in front of Ah! the patient, and he heard it. I'm like, isn't this what you signed up to do? I get that you're tired, and I get that I guess you're mean enough for people to call you a Nazi, but honestly... But dang! This is your job. Why is it so upsetting to you to have to wake up and do your job? These are the questions. These are the questions. Which makes me wonder, like, why don't we just have more doctors and shorter shifts? (laughs) <laughs> and still paying wages that are livable. But I'm sorry, that's a whole other conversation. And Stuart 2020, everybody. Woo! That's Actually, I would have wanted Marianne Williamson and then Bernie Sanders. But as we oh, know. Great. Oh, great. The Trump Oh, listeners, no, don't they, at me. No. I'll still be voting for Biden. Ah. No, the, the Trump supporters just turned it off. They're I'm like, sorry, but I'm not. Like, I'm not sorry. I'm just not. I'm allowed to say it. So we see everyone going through it. Yes. We, we flash on all of Everybody's our main people. Everybody's tired. Everybody's confused and frightened and then, horny. Oh. <laughs> Looking oh, at Dr. Oh. Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does have a lot of energy. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. So everyone's going through it. We see Alex Karev be an absolute <gasps> cocky asshole to a nurse. She's like, four B is short of breath. And he's like, why are you paging me about it, bitch? (laughs) I mean, might as well. He literally did, because as soon as she walks away, he goes, God, I hate nurses. And I was like, Jesus Christ. No, kidding. Aren't we on the same team? Like, what would you do without nurses? You would have to do all the shit you don't want to do. Uh huh. Exactly. Anyway, so he's a cocky asshole, walks up to Meredith, giving her the That's where, like, uh huh. Mm -hmm. Because that's what he does. That's his. Another, I, I'm sure, tally mark, another nurse There were jab. like four nurse jabs in that 15 seconds. <laughs> and Meredith Gray was no better because he walks ago and he walks away and goes, like I said, I hate nurses. And she goes, oh, did you just call me a nurse? Yes. Like it's bad. It's like, Louise, people. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Some craziness. Crazy superiority complexes I going really on. think so. It's pretty crazy. But we love you nurses. We love we you doctors. We love nurses. We you love guys doctors. work hard. That will never, you will never, you heard it here. So she gets yet another 911. Mm-hmm. Leaving this cocky asshole in the dust. Enter cocky extra doctor who doesn't have a line and george and they all start objectifying meredith yes they do oh my gosh they're like she's hot is she single and then george starts flexing which for george looks like we're friends we're best friends we hang out all the time actually i've never really talked to her but it's fine like sometimes she looks at me or whatever it's totally cool what bless his heart bless him he is very cute (laughs) but 
911, Meredith's patient actually is having a very big bat seizure. She's seizing, and it's not good. And Meredith walks in having taken her time. Like, she didn't even walk over with, like, a little bit of purpose. She didn't run. She didn't walk with a little purpose. She strolled. Because the beauty pageant mm-hmm. girl cried wolf. Yeah. This 911 was a serious one. One of the mm-hmm. nurses, when she comes in, is like, what took you so long? Yep. And they don't know. They don't know that before they had to deal with the That's true, the but fake this is 911. This is nuts. This girl's having a crazy seizure, which God bless that actress's soul. Oh, I don't man. think I would know how to do the crazy things she was doing with her body to look like it was a seizure. Right. Honestly, a lot of times when the char- like characters who do have seizures or like pat like I really do feel like they bring a very certain type of heat. Like they oh. really have nailed it. One hundred percent. Surprise, surprise. Meredith fucking chokes. As per the usual, as we've seen in this first right. forty-eight hours. I, what are you doing here, lady? The first time I saw this episode, I was having such high anxiety because I didn't think this woman was capable of anything. No. And then all of a sudden, she just comes in like, so the girl. Now they've tried to give her medicine. None of it is working. All of the nurses. And see, this is the nurse moment that I feel like my sister is telling me about. Where like. All of the nurses are in trying to stabilize this human being. And then the intern comes in, doesn't know what to do. And they're all like, okay, we could do something, but you're not telling us what to do. And technically we need to wait and listen to hear what you want us to do. Very stressful. I cannot imagine. The nurses keep saying like, you need to tell us what to do. And she's like, "Uh, uh, uh, did you give her more medicine? Where's Dr. Shepard? Right. She's like, did did you page Dr. Shepard and they're like yeah he's not fucking here you're here so tell us what to do everything we can do on our own we have done she flatlines not Meredith but basically Mm -hmm. the beauty pageant queen flatlines they bring in the paddles and I caught this I actually watched this episode a couple times to try to get everything I didn't catch it till the last time she almost puts the the paddles on her chest without, without the weird the goo. Uh-huh. And the, the nurse, nurse says, wait, and then puts the goo on the paddle. She almost did it without the goo. And here's my thing. I'm like, that moment seems like something Meredith Grey would do. But it also feels like it was too natural for it to have been written in. And I mm-hmm. wonder if, like, the actor, you know, Ellen Pompeo, I wonder if she forgot. And then the nurse actor, who is boss, goes, no. <laughs> Come back here. Mm-hmm. I just think that's so interesting. It's And it's interesting to watch a show with an actor that you're like, oh, the moments that are most natural for you, I don't think you did on purpose. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> I mean, which, I mean, you know, there, there's a certain amount of truth for that with everybody. Sure. Like, sure. the oh, thing definitely. that happens. But it's like the only good thing she does. Right. At us, everybody. It's fine. Welcome. There's going to be a lot of us talking about how Ellen Pompeo is not a very we good actress. We talk a little trash, but I i mean, you know, if she wants to talk about it with us, so be it. Like, <laughs> come talk to us. At me, Ellen Pompeo. Dare ya. Do it. Do it. Please. So she's like, um, I'm sorry. Me and my $3 million an episode are my, fine Literally, guys. Guys, today, she is not only the uh, star, she's also the producer, and she makes $250,000 per episode. Oh, jeez Louise. That's real. Anyway, so, so she 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 has the paddle. I'm sorry, we were like at the climax, and then we're like, also she's a bad actress. <laughs> That's the so, format of this podcast. That's how so this let's is go. let's come back. Ooh, serious. Ah, <laughs> the tension got, is high. The tension is high. The this, woman is flatlined. She's flatlined, and she has the paddles, and she almost does it without the goo. I'm not sure why the goo is important, but it's important. I think it will burn you up. Right. So she. <laughs> 
think I'll, I will cook you. I will just turn you into a panini. So she she gets the goo, she gets the paddles, she's clear, <laughs> clear, nothing's happening, clear, and, and then, she keeps charging higher yes, and higher. and higher and higher. Right, mm-hmm. right. Like, uh, charge 300, charge whatever. And she's like, charge 360. And then the, the nurse is like, we need to stop doing that. And she's like, charge again! <laughs> she goes, oh, that's just so interesting, this actor. I'm sorry, Ellen Pompeo. <laughs> but the fact that she's like, charge again! And then she doesn't do it. And she's like, charge again! <laughs> we do but i could be wrong i could be wrong i could be wrong i'm not making two hundred fifty thousand dollars an episode that's true that's true so So she charge again she does it and then (laughs) and then boop there's hope there's hope vitals are coming back blood pressure is coming back up is not low anymore bp is now my thing that i know (laughs) this is what we learned from the show (laughs) i'm basically a doctor everyone so she saves her. McDreamy comes running Enter in. Enter McDreamy stage left. And yes. he's pissed. He's pissed. His eyes are not smiling, and I like it. <laughs> I'm just saying. So he comes storming in. Oh my gosh. All ablaze. He's like, You are supposed to be monitoring her. And she doesn't say anything, <sighs> swaggers out of the room. There is a swagger in her right? step. Well, I mean, and this is after he tells her, like, no, just get, just leave. Just go. <laughs> like, really I pissed. I know, really pissed. Angry, which I like. And Again. she's like, fine, swagger, swagger, swaggers. <laughs> and then Dr. Bailey catches her and is Yang. like. No, Dr. Yang. Well, oh. Dr. Bailey yells at her, too. Excuse she me, She swaggers right. out of the room. Dr. Bailey's like, hey. You 911 me when you get 911. Like, right. why wasn't I 911? Which, I mean, she's not wrong. I mean, because the thing is, is like, even if a patient did cry wolf, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you might. Like, how, I mean, for me, if I, again, I don't know how I would be in the situation because I would probably never be a doctor. But it's like, what are the odds that this girl's going to, like, 911 you twice that is fake? She couldn't know that, but, eh. but- all of that to say, so yeah, she does. So she gets yelled at she, by McDreamy, mm-hmm. by Bailey. She continues swagger, 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 walks outside, and then starts to walk a little bit faster, vomits. Holds her stomach a little bit. <laughs> Bleh. That's exactly how Casu- it is. Casually puked a little it bit. It was very casual. It was a little bit. She I walked mean, right back in afterward, like, I'm fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. You know, before I was pregnant, my husband used to joke with me that I was a casual puker. <laughs> because it happened one time where, like, I think I just drank too much water. And I, like, it just kind of came back out. And it was, like, <laughs> fine. And he's like, that was, like, the most casual puke. And I'm like, it felt like the most casual puke. <laughs> So it kind of made me think of that. Sure. Now, ever since having my daughter, I retch like I'm oh, dying. No. Oh, no. Like it's I'm trying worst. to vomit my lungs out. It gets harder, I think, the older we get. Dude, it's my sneezes, too. I'm a scream oh, sneezer so now. And, and Colton does not get it. It's real. It's he, a real thing. He was lecturing me two days ago about no. how he's like, you need to stop vocalizing your sneezes. And I'm like, you don't think... Sir? <laughs> Don't you dare. I, you know what? I grew up telling the same thing to my mom because I was like, that's ridiculous. This sound you're making is appalling. 
And as I'm getting older, I'm like, oh no, this oh no! I do the same thing. My dad, he would do, and he does this today too. I'm sure he will like do like this huge, hatchow, like a yell of it, and that used to terrify me as a kid. I was like, why is dad angry? <laughs> oh no, this is bad. What did I do? <laughs> Turns out he just sneezed, so everything's fine. I do the same thing. My sneezes are getting louder and weirder, and I don't know why. <laughs> right. Vomits harder, sneezing's harder. <laughs> the things oh. that get weirder as we get older, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's a long list. So Meredith casually pukes, mm. and Christina sees her. Yep. Meredith walks right past her and is like, "If you tell anyone ever." I love that they try to establish Meredith as just as like punk rock as Sandra O. Oh, because I'm like, nah, she's no, not. No, she's not. If they were in a fight, definitely Sandra O. Oh would win. I'm sorry, Dr. Yang would for sure take her. Then it's the morning. They are still the same shift, but the sun has come up. The longest shift ever. And Dr. McDreamy is talking to the world's most aggressive parents. Oh my gosh, for real. I, you know, I, I was... I have never heard anyone talk this way to anybody, let alone a doctor. Right! Like, this girl got admitted yesterday. Right. And he doesn't have a whole lot of answers. And this dad is like, you don't know. You're supposed to be the best doctor. How I don't dare you. I don't want you. You get me the best doctor. You're off the case. Like, you're not trying hard enough. I know. And Dr. Shepard's like, yeah, I fucking am. Right. And he's like, no, you'd have answers for me if you were. And I'm like, are you allowed to talk to a doctor like that? Uh, that's a good question because I literally, anytime I go visit the doctor, I try to be like, so I get headaches a lot. Can I see a neurologist? And they're like, no, sometimes people just have headaches. And I go, okay. Like, <laughs> I do it exactly like that. For real? <laughs> Which is directly quoting John Mulaney. But it's but, but it's that's the ex exact thing. That's how I grew up looking at doctors is like you know everything. Right. Oh, you don't want me to have medicine that will make me feel better? Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks for trying. Here's a hundred dollars. Like that's exactly how it would go. And I never I, yeah, so I hear you. I don't understand. I feel like it's definitely like the high stress drama tension. Oh, one hundred percent. But my gosh. There are oh. no there are no people who talk to a doctor like this no, at all. Absolutely not. But we juxtapose scene flip. We're with this super nice couple that George couldn't do the IV on. And this guy's about to have heart surgery. His wife is precious and he's precious and they're nice people. Yep. And, and they're both anxious and worried and making jokes about bacon days being over. Right, right. And Burke is like, don't worry, I'm very good at this surgery. You know, there's always a risk. But, right. you know, I, I'm good at what I do. Yeah. And he walks off. And George is still there. And the, and the, the wife, she looks at George and she's like, do I have anything to be worried about? And George <sighs> feeling... And he answers that question. Yes. He, well, he, he turns and says, I promise you have nothing to worry about. And this is where I've seen enough TV oh, to know sure. this couple's fucked. Yes, absolutely. You know something's going to go wrong. Oh, That's absolute force. They're too nice. Yes, they're too nice. And you also like, I mean, I feel like every person, even if you haven't seen a lot of television, everybody who's outside of the medical field is like, oh my God, you can't promise something. Oh, you can't you promise anything like that. But you I can't just, do if that. I, but I, I feel this show suspending me in a place where I'm like, you're going to break my heart. Yes. Why are you doing this to me? I know what's going to happen. Exactly. So, while we see the nice couple getting prepared for their surgery, 
Dr. Shepard. He collects all of the interns all in one room. They're all like, why are we here? I don't know. Dr. Shepard interrupts and goes, hey, do my job. Because none of the doctors want to do their jobs in this hospital. It's so true. He goes, I'm stumped. Please help. And whoever figures out the cause can ride. Oh, he goes, can ride with me. He goes all cowboy and is like, rides with me. And he's all badass. Talks about how they're going to do the surgery. Right. If they they help him figure out what's wrong with the very big bad seizures girl. God, I'm going to stumble over the word seizures every time. Big bad, big bad seizures girl. It'll be a drinking game, friends. (laughs) Every time I mess it up. You make your own rules. Seizures is the word. The word is seizures. This is now ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) So it's all about her, right? Because she has these seizures. He has no idea why. Right. So he's like, I don't know. I feel like it was really unprecedented because Bailey's in the door with her hip cocked and her hands on her hip and a a scowl on her face. It's like the Wild West. And then the the chief walks up with his hands crossed looking on in. spurs. Right. Kind of going, what's going on here? Like this is unprecedented that an attending would gather these interns and ask for help. Absolutely. And I don't know, ma'am. Find me a doctor. We need doctors, please. Because Speak is, to us. Because is this the thing that would ever happen? He asks all the interns, I need your help. Anybody who can find out the cause. I mean, anybody who can do my fucking job for me right. gets to watch me do a surgery. Right. Cut to Karev. Alex Karev, the asshole. That same nurse is like, hey, dipshit. Like, listen to me. The things you're telling me to do are not actually helping this guy. And he goes... Bip, 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 get out of right, my face. Because he still hates nurses. Because he's know. a douchebag. Well, because no one, no one in this hospital actually wants to help people. That's what I'm I getting. Know, seriously. Well, because everybody's tired and overworked, and I think that that really says something about our system today. Again, right. another conversation. But. And then we cut to Christina and Meredith. Yes. Christina uh, runs up. She's like, "Hey, you've been the intern on this case." The very big bad seizures she's girl. She's so smart. Oh, Dr. she's like Yang. She's like, hey, let's team up. If we can do this together, we'll have 50-50 chance. That's a better chance than if we weren't. If teaming we didn't up. work together, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Meredith goes, I'll work with you, but I don't want the surgery. And Christina's like, What's up with that? And she's like, I want as little time with Dr. Shepard as possible. I'm glad you remembered that. Okay, yeah. that's good. Because that was a pointed, like Well, and it opens up the door to the fact that now they have to talk about it and oh, sure. become friends in doing so. Yes. So they're they're sitting in the library. They've decided to team up to try to figure it out so they can get Christina the surgery because yep. Meredith doesn't even want it. Right. Which, again, is one of those things where I'm like, girl, why are you here? Why are you here? That's the question, You have man. no confidence and you don't even actually want to try to get a surgery because your little girl high school shit is more important to you oh, than you said it. working. You said it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I don't know what Meredith gets out of teaming up with Christina, except maybe actually helping someone. Maybe she's the one person who wants to help people. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. otherwise, what are you getting out of this? Right, then? exactly. Literally. Uh, well, and I think we do see later on some elements of her past. I almost said past life, like like <laughs> we're reincarnated, but like her childhood, her sure. growing years, etc. So we see a little bit more of that, which is interesting. But I agree with you. It's one of those moments where you're like, why are you here? Why? Why? Christina then? is so very like 
on it. She knows. Like, even even Karev, I don't think he's doing a good job. I don't think he's ethical about anything. But at least so he far. wants to be there. He wants to be there. And I feel like there's something to be said for that. George, even Izzy, again, like, she kind of flies under the radar because she's really sweet. And, you know, for whatever reason she's there is yet to be revealed. But George and Meredith, it's like, why are you guys here? You hate this, clearly. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be a place where I hate. It just doesn't make any sense. Right. Well, especially when it's so damn hard. Exactly. (laughs) It's the highest stress and you hate it. Oof. So they're working together. They're sitting on the library floor. They're bouncing things back. Could it be this? No, could it be this? Blah, blah, blah. And then periodically, Christina tries to be like, what's up with you and Dr. Shep? What's going on? Why would you possibly not want to take this surgery up if you could? And I love this. Meredith says, don't comment, make a face, or react in any way. We had sex. And what does Dr. Yang do? Oh, she makes such a cute, it's subtle the best. face. Oh, she did a great job. Because that's how good she is as an actor. She's just so good. Oh, my God. Oh, she's very good. Sandra, but oh, we love you. This is... So, sex has been referenced a lot in this episode. Yes. And I have noticed that every time they specifically say have sex, which I... Maybe I'm an immature person. I never refer to sex as sex. No, neither do I. I'm always, I mean, like, when I, when I am propositioning my husband, I'm always like, want to bang? Want to do it? <laughs> yes! Or other things, like other funnier ways or, to put it. I know. Because it's me- almost like funny. Like, it's got to be funny and it's got to be a little more, like, I'm not going to say want a bone, but like, do you want to have sex seems really weird. It's Like, very, it seems a good way to not get sex. Well, it's, it's very, I don't know. And maybe this is the point, but it's very clinical. Like, oh my God, it is. Maybe that's the point. Maybe that is the point. Maybe. But like, even like, I don't know. I'm just like, not even sleep together. Like, I mean, what? to always just say like, we had sex. Why? Because we had sex. Did you do this because we had sex? Right. Like, You're trying to forget that we had sex. It's like, stop saying have sex. <laughs> no one says that. <gasps> My no go-to? one I know. What is your go-to when you, oh wait, can we talk about this? Is that okay? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Okay, yeah, what's your go-to? Well, if I'm like propositioning or if I'm just referring to it. When you're propositioning. Like if I was like upstairs. And then also what when you refer to it. I think, I think bang. Okay, so what a bang is your proposition. I'm like, are we going to bang tonight? (laughs) Yes, that's so good. And then when you refer to it. I don't, I mean, like, probably, I don't, probably fuck. Because I am not a make love girl. Ooh, sure. My skin crawls. You know what's funny? I hate it. I used to be, and now I am not. (laughs) It's changed. Oh, you make love these days? No, 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 I don't. (laughs) No, no, I used to. I don't anymore. No. Oh, so you're off of the train. I'm off that train for sure. I don't know why. When I had grand love, it was making love, and now I'm like, no. Now it's fucking. Now I'm Well, in my my go-to is when I'm propositioning is usually want to get weird. Because <laughs> it feels like this. Yeah, silly, silly. I will either say want to get weird. Oh, oh no! I'll say want to get weird slash freakies, but it's usually a text. Oh. But referring to it, it's fucking. Right. Oh, I love it. Or doing it. I know, because I think I always have to have a little bit of sense of humor about it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just immature. It has immature. to be funny. You know, it's so, because, again, the clinical thing. And also, if I say to somebody, want to fuck? Like, <laughs> I can't even say <laughs> I it. I love it. I can't even say it. Oh, man. I'm like, fuck me all it. the time. Don't you dare make love to me, you monster. I hear that. I do. I do. <laughs> I, I don't. Really do. Oh, there's just something creepy about it to me. Yeah, there is. It's I'm very like, old timey and weird. It's ew. I'm like, love has ah! no place here. 
Well, and Stop it's just a little creepy. It's a little creepy. Yeah, I don't know. Like For some it. reason, it's creepy. On our like next uh, episode, maybe we'll dissect why the term making love is creepy. <laughs> so they're on the floor. They're trying to figure it out. She sure. says, we had sex, very clinical, whatever. Sandra O oh, ever so slightly reacts, perfect. But then they keep talking about, like, right. possibilities. Mm-hmm. Then we have the light bulb. Rhythmic gymnastics. I am glad you wrote that down because I couldn't remember. And that's the thing where she was like, I can't even say it. I couldn't do whatever. Right. So she has a light bulb. She does rhythmic gymnastics. And she twisted her ankle. So they jump up off the floor. They catch Dr. Shepard with what they think it is. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm, don't, don't. <laughs> I'm like, what does he have? A, a candlestick in the observatory. <laughs> they catch I'm so him. sorry. <laughs> I'm like, what did they catch him with? <laughs> no, they think. Another woman? <laughs> a different intern? No. 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 They I just suck. They catch him on his way, like, into the elevator. And they're like, hey, what's up? And then we do this very cute elevator dance where he keeps saying, like, what you're saying is improbable. And, like, the elevator's closing. They they keep, like, opening. It's a little dance. It's very cute. Except for the fact that this elevator is full of doctors who are trying to work. (laughs) And not one of them is like, excuse me, can you step out of the elevator and have this very private conversation in a space that does not keep me from being able to work? That's so funny because it's so true and I didn't even think of that. But of course they're all just they're all just extras and I feel like the like, the, the director of the extras Abby and Coulter, if you're listening, I know there's tell me that person's name. The direct the the, 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 the ringleader of the <laughs> extras, I'm sure was like act interested in what's happening. You hear it, you wonder. Because they're all kind of invested and all kind of like listening, but none of them are listening enough to be like Hey, this sounds like it could happen right. outside of the elevator. Which is really funny because in my mind, I don't think, I wonder maybe, this is again, mom, Rachel's mom, we need a doctor. Because I feel like as a server, if a different table, if I hear something a different table is saying about their needs, sometimes I am so in my own world that I'm like, I'm, I can't deal with that. You're not mine. I can't deal with that. I am not going to deal with you because it's not mine. And so I wonder if I, we just, these are the mysteries. These are the yes. things we don't know about the field. That's true. But we just curious. have to assume. Yes. I mean, all I'm assuming are that the doctors in that elevator were in no fucking rush they to go anywhere. They were going anywhere. to lunch. <clears throat> Luckily for all of them. Even if I was going to lunch, though, I'd be like, dude, get off My the elevator. My very soon. <laughs> Let me leave. No, it's so true. That's really funny. Actually, knowing me, I would do something way more passive aggressive and just, like, slide out of the elevator. Sure. <laughs> like, okay. Kind of enough to show, like, <laughs> I guess this isn't going where I wanted to go. The extras ringleader should have had <laughs> one of them do that. That would have been funny. Oh, damn. That would have been funny. Oh, I think mm. the point of extras is not to call attention. Sure, <laughs> sure. It's so true. They just, they all have to exist with their little with their moment yeah backstories yep this so, is true but this is the great line where sandra o catches him and is like katie does beauty pageants and he says i know that but we have to save her life anyway <laughs> which it's like whoa 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 sir dang these doctors have crazy superiority complexes i know they're they like do. nurses suck beauty pageant people like almost shouldn't be alive savage it's like dang guys gee craziness but 
he they managed to convince him with the elevator dance. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, you opened that elevator right. enough times. I am now convinced she probably has an aneurysm. Exactly. They go. They check. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. And it aneurysm. is. And there it is. She's Brain bleeding, surgery it will be. Bleeding into her brain, right? Mm-hmm. So brain surgery it is. Who's it going to be? Oh, that's right. How could I? Oh, I almost forgot. This is the part of the show where Mm -hmm. Dr. Shepard makes a decision as to who he thinks is going to participate in the surgery. Right, the incentive. Who gets to ride with him? Exactly, who's riding with him now? But we already think it's Christina. Right, she showed the the initiative. She's like, hey, you said you were going to choose someone. Like, exactly. She's like, hey, we're right. We gave you the answer. And Meredith has said before, yeah, it can and be yours. Dr. McDreamy, he has his hand on Christina's shoulder going, yeah, you're right. Meredith, I'll see you later. <laughs> Rough. Like, that right? is ridiculous. He's talking to Christina. He has his hand on her shoulder. <sighs> he looks over at Meredith to be like, you're my gal. Which, it seems a little bit crazy that that would have been the case, because as it turns out to, like, I mean, well, okay, I'm sorry, you were probably going to this anyway. Later on, after they've had their conflict, Meredith and Christina now, because that's definitely a conflicted situation where Christina's like, well, what the hell? You said I could have this. And Meredith is like, but uh, now I'm conflicted too, because maybe I did want it, which it's like... Dang. I just think it's so interesting because she goes to talk to Dr. Shepard later to be like, did you pick me because we had sex? Again, it goes back to the we had sex thing. And he's like, he jokes and says yes, which I thought was hilarious. But then he's like, no. But at the same time, it's like, well, but you had your hand on Chris. Like, if it was fully unbiased, I mean, I don't know what a doctor would have done. I don't know what Dr. Bailey would have done. Well, I think he actually gives a pretty good reason where he's like, you were the, you've been the intern on this case the whole time. Sure. And you're the one who brought me this answer because if we're honest, okay, so we're we're skipping around a little bit, but it's all pertaining to the same thing. So yes, Dr. Shepard picks Meredith. Right. Christina's pissed because Meredith doesn't refuse it. And I get that this is probably written so that we side with Meredith, but honestly, it was Meredith's fucking idea. I don't know. Actually, I don't know about that. It was, oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's what I took from this. The moment in the library where uh, Meredith is like, we had sex, and Sandra O oh looks up at her and goes, da-da-da-da-da, whoa. And then she looks back down and then goes, what if it's an aneurysm? She said, what if it's an aneurysm? That's true. But it was, I, I guess you're right. Maybe it was cleverly written. Because then it, it's Meredith who puts the pieces together. Like, right. oh, she had this twisted ankle. She did rhythmic gymnastics. Right. Well, I can't say it either. She did rhythmic gymnastics. And so maybe, and maybe it fallen. really was like a joint effort. It really does feel like it is definitely a joint effort thing. And I do understand, like, what you've said about Dr. Shepard choosing her because she's been with the case the whole time and putting those pieces together. That is a pretty big deal. But, like, I do still feel like the weight of, like, oh, that is still a shitty thing to do. Oh, yeah. No, I I guess I see that a little bit more. But Dr. Yang does call her out later. I really liked this moment where Meredith goes to her and kind of says, like, no, you can have it. And then Dr. Yang is like, don't come to me looking for forgiveness for the shitty thing you did. I fucking love it. Me too. Let's make sure we catch everything before that. Yes. Oh, excuse me. I get so excited. Oh, no, I know. I know. Um, So we cut to, to Burke and... Uh, George and the super nice surgery. Oh, wait. Oh, no. They're about to do the surgery. Mm -hmm. That's what happens right after that. Mm -hmm. So we see George right outside of the OR room. We see Burke starting to perform this surgery on super nice guy. And I thought this was adorable. George is 
back is to the the window and he's drinking a juice box like he's an infant because that's what he is is in our eyes for real he's sucking out of a juice box back to the or like doing some sudoku puzzle or something and super nice guys fucking dying exactly oh which is so crazy the surgery botches we can tell because dr burke takes off his mask this is what i know about surgeries when the surgeon takes off his mask, you're dead. Yeah, because they're not worried about infecting you with their body breath That's... anymore. Their body breath. <laughs> <laughs> they're not worried anymore about infecting you, so the mask is not a problem. I love body breath. <laughs> oh, no, you're too close to me. Your body breath's all over. It's your body breath. Bring your body breath over here. I don't know. Like, there are so many ways you can use that now. You can all use that if you want to. It's fine. That's, that's a way to proposition. Sure. Bring that body breath on I want your here. body breath. <laughs> no, I'm still going to ask people if they want to get weird. That's going to how it is. But, you know, using the term body breath might be part of getting weird. Anyway, <laughs> things to think about. So, super nice guy's dead. Yes. Gone. Burke, Unfortunately. Burke, you know, uh, goes next to George and George is like, oh, that was quick. And Burke's like, he's dead. Mm-hmm. And George freaks out because he did not see this coming. And he right. promised super nice guy's wife, mm-hmm. which in turn makes Burke freak out because he's oh. like, how dare you promise? Exactly. And I'm like, dude, it's my first day and I know you're not supposed to promise shit. Exactly. Especially where, I mean, I don't, I don't promise people anything in my line of work and it's food. <laughs> I don't say I promise you will love this. I can't promise jack shit. Mm-mm. And it's. The food service industry. So why would we think we have... Yeah, so obviously, I think Burke's anger in oh. that moment, so justified. But he, then he forces George to tell Super Nice Guy's wife mm. that he's dead. You and don't I'm think like, that was a good move? Why doesn't any doctor want to do their job in this hospital? That's their job. That's his that. job. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Give him this wrist slap that he deserves... But then go do your fucking job. Sure. I do agree um, with you. I really do. I, I mean, it, it is, it is, I mean, the, the risks that these doctors are taking in order to teach these little babies a lesson right. is kind of crazy to me. It's true. It's so true. I mean, and you know he's already not going to promise people something ever again. Exactly. But Burke is like, I want to watch you watch this woman cry now. Because she's not got her husband anymore. Like, dang. Well, and and it ends up being a really bad experience for her, too. But we've got one more scene before that. Mm -hmm. So we cut to Izzy and Christina. They're in that weird abandoned hallway with all of the hospital beds. Yes. Izzy is clearly trying to comfort Christina. That's right. That's right. And Meredith walks in and she's like, you know what? Uh, I'll say I changed my mind. You should have the surgery. And this is the call out that you were talking about. I love this call out. And she's like, no, you did a shitty thing. You don't get to try to take that back now. Right. And you don't get to try to come to me for forgiveness about mm-hmm. it. And and I really liked that. I really <laughs> genuinely was like, true, real. Yeah. She's like, own what you did. Mm-hmm. You did it. I know. I love she says, um, you only are coming to me because it, it hurt you in all of your warm and gooey spots. Oh, I love that line. <laughs> Something about that for me, like, I felt like I really, I really felt that. Because mm-hmm. as a person who's, I'm such a people pleaser, so in that moment I was like, oh, I can see myself being the type of person who would, like, maybe do something that I felt like I wanted to do and then feeling bad about it. And then, you know what I mean? Right. But, like, that call out is just so real. Like, it's like, you're an adult, you made your decision. 
just because you feel bad about it doesn't mean you get to come to me to try to make you feel better about feeling bad about it. Oh, mic drop. Mm-mm-mm. Love I it. loved it. Dr. Yang, what's up? But in her little tirade, she does spill the beans in front of Izzy, revealing about. that Meredith has slept with a boss. That's right. I don't know if and she's that's specific. that's where the gossip happens. No, she isn't. They don't know who it is. So she's not specific, but she does say like, hey, you got into med school because of your mom and you got this surgery because you slept with someone. And I mean, and we all kind of feel like that right now, don't Well, we? I mean, because she has not shown any competence None. up until this point. Zero. So, cut to George. He has to tell Super Nice Guy's wife mm. that her husband is gone. And you see her, she's in the waiting room, and people are shaking her hand, and she's smiling because she's thinking she's going to see her husband in a couple minutes. Ugh. And your heart breaks. And George takes it in for a second. He calls her over, and he's the worst. Oh, he doesn't know how to phrase anything. Oh, my. He, and it's like, she, how do you do it? But get I, it together. I mean, he's like, oh, we, we, we did what we could. He had a lot of damage. She's clearly not getting it. So he goes, he died. He's dead. <laughs> and she's like, okay, wow. Right. Like, I mean, okay. and that's like in the sarcastic way. Oh, like, sure. Obviously, I think this actress did a really good oh, job being job. like torn up oh, in a very like, very quickly. I'm not going to fall apart in front of you and I also hate you kind of way. Like, Wow. Well, I, I mean, like, I mean, obviously he doesn't literally yell, but he does literally say the words, he died, he's dead. Which, whoa. That is, I don't think that's doctor speak at all. I don't think, yeah, I agree with you. So, I feel like for sure there are other ways to say it that are more delicate because that's how people put it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, granted, yeah, he did die. He is dead. But dang. Dang. Careful. Oh. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Oof. No, bad, bad lesson. Bad Burke. Don't mm. make a widow have to go through your lesson. Right, exactly. Like, when your shitty lesson is hurting more than the person who it should be hurting, it's a bad lesson. He was trying to punish George, but actually, he also did more harm, Mm -hmm. which, do no harm, is the uh, first part of, like, Dr. Code, is it not? Yeah, do no harm first. Oof. Just a lot towards that very end. Oh, so we we cut to Meredith. She's with Dr. Shepard, straight shooter that she is. They're doing the thing. She says, did you just pick me for the surgery because we had sex? Right. Yes. And he goes, yep. Yes. (laughs) As a joke, which it's like, ooh, danger, danger. But also we think it's funny because, you know, we've bought into the fantasy, of course. Oh, we we have bought into the fantasy. The fantasy is here. And because then, he, he pep, pep talks her. He's exactly. Like, he's like, you shouldn't let the fact that we had sex keep you from taking your shot. But, so, I mean, I, I think it's, I think there is some validity oh, in sure. that. Oh, sure. I mean, Absolutely. the fact that she's willing to give it up because a possible friend is mad. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, you're not there to make friends. Right. It's very true. I mean, like, that's sweet of you, but also really, truly. But we do find out that. Her mother didn't want her to go to medical school. Right. And why do we find that out? Well, so George, he's like, I mean, he's all down on himself because he's had a really shitty day. And honestly, he really has. He had the worst day of them all. Of them all by far. You know, even Dr. Yang had the surgery ripped out from underneath her, but she still had a better day than every other. 100%. He had a horrible day. But he's talking about how his parents... They tell everyone that their son is a surgeon and they mm. view him as a superhero. Yep. 
And Meredith's like, well, my mom didn't even want me to go to medical school and told me I don't have what it takes, so beat that. Right, seriously, which, I mean, that would be really hard. I do think that would be really hard because I feel like sometimes, I mean, and this is, I know for me sometimes, and this is not like a knock on my parents at all, but they don't want me to do the thing that I want to do, mm. the acting, all of that. They don't, And it's not that they don't think I can. It's just that they think it's not as practical. And that is a really big obstacle. That can oh, be yeah. really big. And I feel like that we do see, maybe that is why she's the doe in the headlights the whole time. She is listening to the sure. voice of her mom that spoke to her all of those years who said, you can't do this. That would make her believe that she is screwed and that she can't do this. So That's true. I guess I'm just oh. missing like the desire though. But I that's agree. it. Agreed. Like I mean, we we can we can talk about how you know your your parents don't necessarily want you to be an actress, sure, and they're not entirely supportive of it. But I see your drive to want right. to do it, so it still makes sense to me. Yes, if if you were a fraction of how nervous. Meredith Grey is to go on stage. I might need to tell you, like, you seem miserable. (laughs) You don't seem like you want to do this at all. Exactly. And and honestly, I'm not even sure you're very good. Sure. Because (laughs) Because it doesn't seem like you think you're very good. Like, it's one of those. It's so interesting. I so agree with that. That is an interesting. It's it's the desire. Yes. I mean, and and literally, and uh, I mean, we get the obstacle. We want to see the drive. Yes. And she. It comes back in the narration later, but I'll I'll get there because I do have a note about that. Um, so we cut to Karev. He's finally getting chewed out for this patient. He has obviously God. neglected oh, all day. Absolutely. Just because he's lazy and a hotshot. And also, I don't know how you can be such a... I don't understand. That's the thing that is, that is the differentiation between Dr. Yang and Dr. Karev. Like, maybe they both feel like hotshots and they both want to be there. Dr. Yang, like, actually wants to dig into the meat of things, it feels like. Well, and Karev is good. like, I just want to be done. Which is like, if you just want to be done with your day, why do you want to be here? Right, exactly. She wants to be good at it where he, I don't know what he wants. He wants to check boxes really fast. Right, and It's like, there exactly. are different professions. There are other things you could do. So that's very interesting. So he's being chewed out by the chief. Mm-hmm. And the chief asks him, like, what are the common causes of post-op fever? And he starts reaching for his book. And he's like, no, don't for your book. Which, you know what? Good call. Yeah. Like, yeah, you should know this stuff He's by like, now. tell me with your brain. And then he gives it to the room because Krav can't do it. And then everyone starts reaching for the book. But then, what? (gasps) Meredith Meredith Grey. She knows the answer. Which are? Oh, gosh. I don't have them listed. I don't remember either. Something about wind. uh, Well, yeah. Wind. Water. water, Walking. Walking. (laughs) Wizards. Wizards. Another Which is, well, we, the It was the are, four W's. It was the five W's. The five W's. I am not a medical student. I have no oh. idea. But she decides that it was probably wind and I think, or, or pneumonia. Was it something? She said, um, pneumonia is easy to assume. Ah, thank you. Thank you. That's right. But she thinks. Looking pointedly at Karev. The, giving him the death glare. Oh, sure. So we finally see that she might actually act, have some talent yes. or some knowledge about this. And the chief sees it too. And he goes, you're the spitting image of your mother. <laughs> Which I am not going to talk about what we know. Sure. But it is significant. If you're starting out, if you are a if you are a Grey's Anatomy virgin, it's yes. significant. Yes, and also please stay with us if you are a Grey's Anatomy virgin. Oh yeah, please keep going. It, uh, just come with us. Come with us. We it's want you to better be better when us. we're friends. Yes. 
So cut to scrubbing in. We have a super cheery and high energy Dr. Shepard. It's a beautiful night to save lives. <laughs> he's just so twinkly and sparkly. And, I like I feel like he's going to do a Broadway show tune. <laughs> he's going to be the one singing ballads. He's going to be the one busting out into tap numbers. Like that no. is his thing. He, I, he says it's he's a sparkly. It's a beautiful night to save lives. Let's have some fun. <laughs> Which I am sorry, but dang, you're a little too high energy for having been there for 48 hours. Well, and especially, and they make this very clear on the show, every surgery has a risk. Yes, and he's coming in like, I am ready to do some brain surgery. Let's have some fun. He comes in shimmying like, let's have some music. Oh, they're cowboy. (laughs) Get to ride with him. He's so funny. Oh, I love it. I do love it. So we see Meredith's in there. She's scrubbed in. She's in the background a little bit. I mean, I, I'm kind of like, I'm not actually sure why it's that much bigger deal to be in there. Right. Because it seems like the observation booth has a better vantage point. Yes. But I don't know. I think it's just the opportunity to actually, like, literally dig in. Oh, I feel sure. Like it's just getting But we to don't possibly... really see her do that. She's no. kind of in the background until he calls her over to, like, look at something in the microscope. Exactly. Exactly. So cue narration. Here we are. Mm. We have Ellen Pompeo's voice narrating. And she says, I can't think of a single reason why I want to be a surgeon. But I can think of a thousand reasons why I should quit. Did you hate that sentence too? I did. I hate that sentence. Because that's it exactly no what sense. I'm feeling. Well, right. And that's what I'm feeling is like, I don't know why you want to do this either, right. girl. Well, and as soon as she admits that, it's like, okay, well then really why? Like, like we really? all want to know why she's there. It comes back to that very first moment when she's inside the operating room that's empty and shiny and clean and going, and then there's me. I'm screwed. And it's like, then she admits that she doesn't know why she wants to be there, but knows why she wants to not be there. Juxtaposed with literally right after this scene. Right. She's outside of the OR and she's beaming. Exactly. Which I just didn't understand the narration then. It doesn't make any sense. Like, this should be the moment where she is like, this is why I want to be here. I didn't I didn't understand that narration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she, she's outside of the OR. Christina comes up and she... We're really getting established what their friendship is. She sits yes. next to her and she's like, "They don't want we the Mormon fuzzies." Oh yeah, she's like, "We're we're not gonna do that thing, right? Where I say something and then you say something and then someone has to cry. We don't have to right. do that, right?" Well, and I felt like that was why they like that's probably why Meredith uh, like kind of enjoyed that because that's like exactly what she said to Patrick Dempsey at the beginning, right? Where she's like, "We don't have to do the thing where you say something and I did it, yes. and then later Christina does the same thing, and it's like, ah, fist bump, we're gonna be buddies." I love it. Here are some emotionally unavailable guarded people. People who cannot use the terms make love. That I, I want to, like, become best friends with and claw my way into their lives. Not Meredith, Christina. But, I mean, let's be honest. Those characters hate the term make love, too. Of course they do. Because make love is creepy. Because it's so creepy. We don't make love because it's creepy. But they make up. Mm. Christina leaves. Yep. Dr. Shep comes out of the OR. And Meredith's like, wow. That was amazing. You practice on cadavers. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, that's really good. 
I know. I really could get a probably okay, a really good impression but the, of her. But the dog. thing is, okay, and and okay. So if I were to do an impression of her, oh, I it would start with the eyes. Yes. Because she holds so much tension under her eyes. She's always smoldering. To make it doing like a, a squinty like a thing. It mm-hmm. is. Yes. And I hardly my those That'd under eye muscles are not exercised on my face. Like I can do that for a second, like for a sexy picture <laughs> oh or something. Oh my god. But she Ugh. maintains a whole scene with like All such time. intense <laughs> under eye tension. <laughs> Seeing you do it in everything. You guys can't see it, but it is amazing. Amazing. Because we should have an Instagram and we can show people things like that. Ooh. Because this is um, I don't know if people need to see this weird <laughs> attempt at Ellen Pompeo eyes. Because guys, this is not something my eyes do. My eyes are oh big and doughy and don't do shit. Like, they just sit there and water while my big mouth talks. Rachel looks like Izzy Stevens a little bit. <laughs> kind of-ish. Sure, okay, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take I some would say, you know, like, I mean, it's not like you look exactly like her. You're beautiful sure. like she is. I, I'm just saying to I, give you a I little I don't have visual. the smolder. I am not a smolder. But you know what? Yeah, and that's okay. The smolder is a, a weird and unnatural thing for, I feel like, an actor who is supposed to be playing a real character and not a model doctor. <laughs> but she is a model a doctor. Window. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the thing that it is. It's a little jarring. Anyway. So she's smoldering at him the whole time, just freaking out about how, what a high... This surgery. I don't know why people do drugs. I don't know why. Do you know why, Meredith? Because people can't be going around slicing people the fuck up. She has a problem with drugs, but she's like, let's just do surgeries all day. I'll live for that rush. What? She says, that was such a high. I don't know why people do drugs. Because the alternative between my my weed pipe is is to slice Anne up in front of me. I need to get a kick. Not I need all to do us, an appendectomy. Not all of us are surgeons. Leave us and our drugs alone. Leave us lame and alone, okay? We want to do drugs. <laughs> just kidding. Not all of them. Just some of the, them. Just the, the natural ones. We live in Colorado. It's fine. Like the natural ones. The ones right. that aren't chemicals. Exactly. It's fine. Just Kids. leave us alone. We Kids. don't want to do brain surgery, and that's fine. That's okay. Say no to brain surgery. I'm just kidding. Oh. Doctors, don't say no to brain surgery. Do it if you need to. <laughs> Point being, glad you got your kicks. Sure. Suddenly we see a passion. We see the spark. Yes. Finally, we're like, okay, I'll follow Meredith Gray into this narrative absolutely but not quite the end oh yes take us there end in a home of some sort and Mm -hmm. she's talking to a woman Mm -hmm. an older woman who seems very confused not like a grandma but like a mother aged woman who seems confused Mm -hmm. we find out that's her mother exactly and her mother has alzheimer's Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. She, this brilliant And early surgeon. onset, it seems oh, like. Oh, super Definitely early. Definitely early onset. Super also. early and super severe. She can't right. even remember that she used to be a doctor. Right. She doesn't know who she's talking to. She doesn't know that Meredith in front of her is even her daughter in that moment, I don't think. But that's it. That's it. Oh, oh, can I add? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I spit, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Can I add one more thing that I thought was interesting? This was like the, the hours being shown in the very beginning oh, of the sure, narrative. Sure, sure. Is at the very end of this, when you realize that her narration is her talking to her mom, I felt like, oh, is that the whole time kind of 
move. Oh. But then I don't feel like they did that for any of the other ones. So right. it felt like one of those things they were trying, but and it set us up nicely to like show us the mom. But we don't have to have that in there. I just wanted to oh, no, like, hear your thoughts about it. Yeah, I was no, like, that was oh, interesting. Oh, we were talking to the mom, but sometimes it feels like the things that she was saying narration wise wouldn't be said to her mom. Like the I'm screwed stuff. Like <sighs> Right. That's right. not a thing. When did we switch to... It was one of those writer things where you, like, you switch voices and all of a sudden the other reader is like, wait, when did we switch to this character's mindset? When did it become that this was what it was? It's an interesting twist. But... No, it was. It was... I, I hadn't thought about that. I actually didn't think that the narration was to her mom at all. But that's interesting. Because right. it did flow from narration to her saying, by yeah. the way, I'm not going to sell the house. I'm going to get a couple roommates. Right. Which I wonder why she needs roommates. And I, no kidding, actually. I'm like, hmm. do you need roommates? Do you Maybe. want them? Because it seems like you don't want them, but probably monetarily you don't need them. But I also really don't know. Cause... Maybe we'll touch on that on the next episode. Sure, maybe. Because I, I'm, I am actually really curious about that. We have but some anyway. exciting things we're coming up to. <laughs> Should we say thank you and goodbye? Yes, I have no idea how long this is because oh, I am actually... We, you know what, we're probably going to experiment with a couple of things that we're using. Right now we're using GarageBand, so I know cool. that we are 3,788 measures oh. into this. <laughs> well. I don't know how much time that is. Sure. But we'll that's discover. probably well, I don't know. It's, 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 a good, it's a good size. That felt good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think so too. Welcome. Join Welcome. us. Welcome. Please come with if us. You, if you liked it, if you're about it, if you want more of it. It's it's gonna come. Watch if you Grey's want the Anatomy. garbage. Yes, if you want the garbage, we're here to talk about it. You don't have anybody who's binging it with you. You're like, oh boy, I don't want to do it all by myself. Don't do it all by yourself. Do, do with, it us. with us. All of those moments that you're like, what the fucking really happened? We are saying that too. Come discuss with us mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on. Because <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We hate it. We can't get enough we of it. We want it. We want the garbage. Give us the garbage. So, um, thank you for joining us for our first and worst episode. Absolutely. And we'll see you. Your your only homework is to watch episode two. Watch and then episode come back. two. Come back and let us uh, let us tell you our thoughts on the next yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, you can share your thoughts, too. We won't be able to hear you, but... Right. I mean, you you know, pause it. Say what you're thinking. and Say things out loud with us. It's uh, fine. Yeah, imagine whatever you said... You go, girl. I, I feel it, too. We're, we're on the same page. Get that big chick energy. <laughs> big chick energy. Mm-hmm. All right. Until next time. Bye.